0: This was all John Hammond's dream. Ah! Hold on to your butt. (laughs) Seriously? Well, we're back. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 222nd episode of the Jurassic Park podcast. I'm your host, Brad Jost, and we're here to discuss all things Jurassic Park. I don't know about you guys but i had a very action-packed weekend this past weekend filled with all kinds of Jurassic stuff it was pretty crazy so i actually went out to new york toy fair to cover anything out there that mattel had that maybe lego had and uh you know it was it was a pretty awesome weekend i gotta say so we got to see all the stuff hands-on over at the mattel booth so much great stuff out there i'm going to do a bonus episode for you guys covering everything that i saw Uh, whether it was there or around the toy fair. Um, but yeah, the Lego stuff didn't really pan out. We didn't actually end up seeing anything Jurassic related. So sorry to report that back to you guys but uh nothing out there for toy fair or for jurassic but um yeah the mattel stuff was pretty great and i'll update you like i said in another bonus episode but uh that wasn't the end of the weekend that same day i met up with jay jurassic and caleb burnett and we went out to the barclays center uh which is where the brooklyn nets play and we got to see uh jurassic world live tour so that was really, really awesome. Um, I, you know, we got to see it from great seats. Uh, we got to see just all of the amazing stunts, the action, the 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 fun, the acting. It was. It's just such a great show, and I cannot say enough good things about it. And then afterwards, we actually recorded a a kind of breakdown of you know. Our thoughts this time around, because it was my third time. Caleb went two times that week, um, two times in like a few days. And then Jay Jurassic, that was his first time out there. So we kind of did a, a round table. We got a, a space where we could record silently and uh, talked all about it for a little while. So that will be coming up. Probably in a few weeks. I think I'm going to save that one for you guys in a few weeks when I can devote a little bit more time to it. You guys know, the Jurassic Wire and the Jurassic Mailbag next week. They're always really packed episodes anyway. So we'll probably save it for after that. So stay tuned. I love talking about the Jurassic World live tour. But again, thank you so much to Feld Entertainment, to Mattel, to Lego, and anyone else there who hosted us out this weekend. It was so, so great to cover everything, and we really, really appreciate you all. But we do have a very packed episode for you guys, so in this episode, we're going to be heading out to the tower, boosting that signal and relaying all the latest news and community topics in the Jurassic Wire. So Aaron Beyer and I will tackle... Uh, Well, let's just say there's been a ton of news, so we're going to talk about all the latest news and rumors, and uh, yeah, of course we hope you like everything that we feature in this latest iteration of the Jurassic Wire, of course all debates and conversations in this segment our own opinions and insights from the things that we've seen in the news and around the community. Now, um, you know, stay tuned to hear what we're going to be talking about in this episode. Like I said, there's a ton of stuff. And you guys know so much news has been relayed over the past uh, week or so. So we'll try to cover each and everything. And I do want to indicate that one of those things um, is potentially quite spoiler heavy for Jurassic World 3. So I don't know if you guys saw, but a synopsis for Jurassic World 3 ...popped up on the internet and uh, the community was a buzz. of course, as always, with something just just as juicy as this would be. Um, and we don't know much about this synopsis. We do know where it was seen and uh, we did get a glimpse at it ourselves. And um, it's, it's a bit juicy and I think there's a lot of stuff to discuss. Now, whether we believe it's accurate or not, that's still to be foreseen. We do not know. But we did want to warn you guys, just in case you were afraid... There's going to be a lot of spoilers in that particular discussion. Now, what we did was we cut that part off from the actual episode, and we will be featuring that discussion about Jurassic World 3 synopsis all the way at the end of the episode, past the credits, past my uh, thank yous and, uh, you know, the show notes and uh, the social media links and all that, past all of that, all the way at the end. We just want to keep it safe for you guys just in case you are avoiding that synopsis. Um, and this is something we want to do in the future with anything that may pop up that may be spoilery in the least. Um, you know, if there's stuff out there that's regarded as, like, Um, in the media released from colin released from the the team at universal we'll probably end up talking about that within the show but for stuff like this very very um you know whether it's leaked out or not we'll probably leave these things at the very end so this one about the synopsis will be all the way at the end so please stay to the very very end or skip ahead whatever you want to do but we will be discussing that synopsis in full what we think Our ideas, our synopsis, uh, you know, our expanded synopsis, what we think may happen, who we think may be involved, and I think it's going to be a lot of fun, so please stay tuned for that one. But like I said, this episode is jam-packed, so why don't we get this episode kicked off with another iteration of The Jurassic Wire. The debate over Isla Nublar rages on. They're taking no chances of repeat of the San Diego incident. I'm talking about man-made cataclysmic change. The U.S. Senate has convened a special committee to answer a grave moral question. Roger that. Air 1, clear for takeoff. Begin tracking. Copy that. Go, go. Tracking on Welcome, everybody, to The Jurassic Wire. I am Brad Jost, and my co-anchor for this program is Aaron Beyer. The Jurassic Wire is the segment here on the Jurassic Park podcast where we discuss all the latest news on the Jurassic Saga and the latest conversations in the Jurassic community. Today, we're going to be discussing Jurassic World 3 filming and titles, casting. We're going to talk about Dr. Wu, Camp Cretaceous. Uh, baby animatronics, probably more stuff. I don't know. But before all that, let's welcome in Aaron Beyer. How's it going, dude? It's been a
1: while. It's been a, it has been a while. (laughs) Um, you know, with the holidays, have I talked to you since Christmas? Have we done an episode since the holidays?
0: No, I think the, that was probably our last episode was the last one of 2019. And, uh, we haven't done one since, uh, at least a wire. So we, we decided last month, I think that like, there wasn't just, there was wasn't enough to, to like devote a full episode to so we're like let's take a break
1: (laughs) yeah i mean it's weird because like last month it was like i don't want to say it was dry it just didn't feel like there was anything really new to discuss Mm -hmm. and now it's like i mean oh it started man (laughs) i don't know if i'm ready for a year and a half of like of little tidbits and and information but yeah i mean since the holidays like i've got i got my hands on my brachiosaurus so like she's up on my desk now like my mattel brachiosaurus and uh i mean I, I was we were having discussions earlier about you know what's what is news and what's not news and what's worth getting excited about and like I don't think I'm ready. I'm still like looking forward to like Final Fantasy VII remake and like Animal Crossing. I don't know <laughs> if I can handle Jurassic in this in this magnitude quite yet.
0: Yeah. I I'm kind of right there with you um despite you know having to do this each and every week uh it's it's kind of tough because once the production starts it's it's non-stop. It's, oh, it's yeah. yeah. And, and we were talking about this before we recorded that, like, even before this point in time, it has been nonstop. Like, it hasn't stopped since Fallen Kingdom. There's been news. There's been new uh, merchandise, toys, all kinds of stuff released, live shows, so much stuff to to discuss and talk about, even TV shows, Lego, LEGO Jurassic. There's been a lot of stuff out there that has just not stopped. And uh, now we got to, you know... Think about how much twenty twenty is going to bring to us, and it's already out of control. And you know, some of the topics we have here tonight are you know going back over the past month, maybe. But uh, I, I think it's interesting to at least dive into it with you know, bounce it off of you as well, because like I said, we haven't talked in a while.
1: We haven't talked, and I feel like oh, I was going somewhere with this. Now I totally forgot. But yeah, it just <laughs> feels like it was. Because like I did say, we, we were talking about like what is news and what isn't. And I think we have varying opinions on, on what counts. But <laughs> yeah, I was telling you, it, people have been like kind of acting like it's been dry. And I feel like ever since Fallen Kingdom ramped up, so even before Fallen Kingdom came out, it's been like we've been super spoiled. Um, it This is not a Jurassic atmosphere that really any of us who grew up on the franchise back in the 90s, this is not at all what we're used to. Um, you know, there's never been a better time to be a Jurassic fan than right now. I mean, even when we knew like the lost world was coming, we didn't have anything compared to what we have now. So it's, it's been absolutely insane.
0: Sure. I think, you know, looking back on the past, you have certain aspects that you really, really loved, uh, whether it was the toys or the way they marketed the lost world, like the visual style of that movie was impressive and all the, the marketing materials, um, but in terms of sheer volume of stuff um, content to 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 play to stream to, to you know listen to whatever it is it's just nonstop and um, I you know I always like to to at least pick through all of the little, offerings that they're giving us despite how little they may be uh, but you know it, it doesn't need to be something that we devote a long time to and like i said some of these things we might have even de- discussed like a little bit here and there but uh we'll, we'll talk about it all and get each other's opinions um so you want to just go ahead and dive into actually yeah Nate, let's just dive into it um sure yeah totally so first off um it seems like Jurassic World 3 has started filming just a little bit, um, out in Vancouver Island, uh, at a place called Cathedral Grove. Have you been, uh, paying attention to this too much? A little bit. I mean, again, this is something that I don't really think it's news.
1: Like everyone films in Vancouver. This isn't like that big of a deal. I mean, it's news cause we're in the Jurassic like sphere, but, um, I mean, shooting event, like when you say Jurassic World is shooting in Vancouver, like I just kind of roll my eyes and go, okay, like, you know, you and everyone else. But um, it's cool that it started. I'm excited that it started. Um,
0: You know, people, people are excited. That's the news that it started, not necessarily that it's in Vancouver Island or on Vancouver Island, but the fact that we have a day one, you know, they, they, they keyed up the drone and and flew it up in the sky and probably just shot some like B-roll or, you know, footage of the forest or whatever it is. Um, You know, it's, it's a very, it's a setting that, that very much from the ground looks like Isla Sorna, but. Like I said, as far as we know, it seems like they sent a drone up and they were shooting from the from the sky. Probably like a lot of the shots that you see out in Fallen Kingdom, uh, out in the wilderness out there, where whether it's like Owen's cabin or uh the Lockwood Estate, somewhere out there. Um, I, I'm guessing since the movie ended out there, we're kind of going to see what happens around that area. Battle at Big Rock took place. What like I think they said something like twenty minutes or mile I have i don't know it's very close whatever it was to the Lockwood estate so I guess we're going to start there and that's probably what this is not Isla Sorna as I said you know as it looks like from the ground
1: right and like as I said like this being a community-based like uh, segment um, I do throw a thing out every time we do one of these shows now on Facebook and Twitter just talking about like what the community like asking what the community is excited for and Clayton Fioriti um, replied over on Facebook saying that you know he's exciting that filming has began and he looked and he says he's excited that it looks like the woods and not the jungle and yeah I think totally Vancouver lends itself to that and then Jay Jurassic over on Twitter um, you know he's excited for the fact that Jurassic World three is filming as well so you know everyone's jazz like like I said this is like the official like start of the craziness um, we've gotten little teases here and there of like pre production and stuff but now we're in it so. Um, you know I'm excited to see what's to come
0: yeah I mean we can't really build a full conversation off of the fact that the filming has started but it's exciting like this is the start and this is the moment uh, that everything's gonna be different now you know it's it's kind of like a turning point um and a, a big turning point which we'll talk about a lot later on in the uh, at the end of the episode but like the fact that, at this point in time, we officially really don't know much about Jurassic World Three. And from here on out, things are gonna be different. So it's exciting that this is a, a different chapter, a new a new era. Uh, it's it's a very different time here for Jurassic fans.
1: Yeah. Um now does this take us like kind of like into that casting news that we've got? We've got a bunch of people like sure. asking about like our thoughts on casting. Um Like so, over on Facebook, uh, Steve at Jurassic Unicast says he's excited for Jake Johnson and Omar Sy returning to Jurassic World Three. He says Lowry needs to be in Fallen Kingdom. Lowry needed to be in Fallen Kingdom rather than Franklin and uh, rather than Franklin and Barry would have been amazing alongside Owen on the island. And I totally agree with that. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it should have been Jake Johnson instead of uh, Franklin. Um, One, I I just didn't gel well with Franklin. Franklin's. like comedy like i didn't i didn't really dig it and i definitely could feel that it was just like a name replacement thing i don't have anything against the (laughs) actor actually i liked him in the pokemon
0: oh yeah uh, he was great
1: yeah he was great in pokemon so um you know it was nothing against him i just definitely could feel that it was designed just to be like hey just replace the actor in the name and, and we'll move forward and then uh Let's see. Anyone else excited about that? No, that was it. Everyone yeah. like everyone else is excited about other things that we're not sure are real. But uh.
0: <laughs> I'm excited about that casting news. At least I, I uh, more so Barry. To be honest, I first off going back to Lowry though. Like I think you're right. Like they are definitely Franklin. Definitely seemed like a replacement. Um, it it does bring me to think like was Lowry as like scared of a guy as franklin would lowry have been in that exact position or would the role have been slightly different if lowry was in the mix um because i don't necessarily see lowry as like a screaming at the top of his lungs kind of guy um i don't think he's confident or or you know as tough uh, of a guy as maybe owen is but uh i don't see him directly as franklin despite the uh computer knowledge the
1: screaming no but the whole like the whole like we're not compatible stuff and like the awkwardness and oh, the insecurity for sure. around Owen. Yeah. That's that's Lowry a hundred percent. You know, and I can see Jake Johnson. Jake Johnson, when he talks, um, very much like Jeff Goldblum, like he kind of rambles on and it sounds like he's <laughs> making up his dialogue as he's speaking it. He's really good at that. And I feel like he could have pulled off like that insecurity stuff. Um, the same, if not better, than um Oh my gosh! I'm already like blanking on the actor's name. There's too much Jurassic now. I don't know anything anymore.
0: (laughs) I've been blanking on Justice Smith. Yeah, yeah. I've been blanking on Lowry and Barry a lot recently because I'm like, I haven't discussed their characters a lot recently. I'm like, what are their names? Um, But I, I wondered. Now, did you get to see the Mummy? Uh, The 2017 was it? Now?
1: Oh my gosh! Was it that? Oh, I worked on the Mummy, sir.
0: Okay, well, that's fair. Yeah, I probably should have assumed that. But uh, yeah, I've seen it. It was um, it was
1: a mummy. It was a movie.
0: You know, everybody trashed that movie, and I didn't see it until last, like not that long ago, like last year, two thousand end of two thousand nineteen. And I got to say, I really enjoyed it. I I like actually was like, I wish this dark oh, universe no. became a thing. I really do. I thought it was a lot of fun.
1: you enjoyed when they paused the mummy movie for a half an hour to talk about like Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. And like, dude, dude, it was so weird. It was so weird.
0: I, and I'm sure everybody knows I am all for world building and building like this, like weird universe. And I loved that. I love the movie monsters. And I, I am totally for a, 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 scenario where you have all of these monsters Becoming the Avengers and teaming up against the evil, you know, mummy or whatever it may be, you know, I think that would have been a really great uh, series of films. But um, that's besides the point. Uh, in in that movie, Jake Johnson, uh, he slimmed he's slimmed down, great he trim. He's he's yeah he's great, and he also is like very. Uh, athletic kind of guy. He's a much different character in that movie. So do you think any of that will carry over? Do you think, like, the fact that he's now in shape, uh, do you think that carries over? Is he going to have more of an action-oriented role, or do you think he's just going to be behind the computer? I don't know. Like, the thing is, I don't know if he's in shape necessarily
1: anymore. That movie was done, like, (laughs) almost three or four years ago. Sure. And, like, he's very open. Like, I don't leave my home unless i have a a gig going on so like he's not exactly like mr like athletic and and gonna like go work out and stuff so maybe i don't know i feel like we've had so much casting news that like real so we've got like other people that have joined the cast that don't have like necessarily the clout that these characters do in the jurassic universe and those actors i feel like are on the lines of like was it zia or zaria in the first movie the the nanny um, or oh, the assistant oh, who was like, oh. taking care of the kids.
0: What was? Like, I don't even remember what her name was. At this there's point. so many. There's so many. Um, and it wasn't Zia because Zia was in the last movie,
1: right? So it was Zara then or something. Zara. Oh, um, okay. Dude, I, it's so bad. But anyway, I feel like these new actors that we don't really know much about. I feel like these are the actors that are coming in and they're going to get pieces like that, like small roles. For I sure, am yeah. going to be upset if Omar Sy is not. A larger part, like if he's not in on the adventure with Owen and Claire, um, I feel like Jake Johnson's character Lowry could definitely be a scene or he could be the guy in the truck. You know, there's always the guy in the van, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, um, yeah, yeah, I feel like he could be that guy, uh, in this movie. Cause isn't aren't the two from the last movie, isn't justice Smith and <laughs> yeah, yeah, Daniela Pineda coming back? Like this so, movie is already this movie is massive. So, yeah. I like someone I saw someone complaining they were like, "Oh, all these new people they're getting, they're like no name." Was it I don't think they were really complaining. I think they were just making an observation that like all the new actors they're getting are like no name people, like people that you don't know very well. Mm-hmm. And it's like think about the budget going into this cast already for a Jurassic movie just in the cast alone. Like mm-hmm. it's huge. They got like they got to trim the money wherever they can.
0: Um Yeah, yeah. And I've been trying to like in my mind group a lot of these individuals, like how are they gonna be be presented in the movie? Um because like when you're talking about Lowry, uh how do how do him and Franklin exist in the same un in the same film? Like when they they really portray similar roles, like what is the point of two of them? Are they separate? Are they working together? Uh I I really don't know. But I agree. I do want Barry to be with Owen. I want like Honestly, I would love to see like Owen and Grant and Barry together. Like, I feel like that would be a nice combination.
1: Would it be weird if this movie was spread out amongst different locations? Considering it's the sixth in the franchise, is this the time to, is this the time to break format where these movies take place in like, like singular locations, or is this the time to refresh the franchise and just do something completely different and globe trotting and you know... Cut to you know, cut to this location, then cut to that location, and then you're talking to someone over here. Like, is it is it really time for that?
0: I think it is. I think this is gonna be like the mission impossible of you know, like where you're you're globetrotting, you've got somebody, like you said, in the truck or in the office or at the headquarters, and then you have people out in this country, people over in this country, wherever it may be. I feel like that's got to be the scenario, um, or maybe not different countries, but at least different locations, sort of like, you know, the end of uh, Return of the Jedi or something like that, where they're all working towards the same goal but separately, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah, maybe, that would be kind of cool. I know like this this was, was news was dropped. What this news was dropped on February 13th, and I was so excited. Like I was excited for like two solid days that like Lowry and uh <laughs> Barry were coming back. Yeah. And like I, I was so excited. I think if this was the conversation I had with you. I'm like, yelling into the ether on this podcast has given me an unnatural amount of power. Like <laughs> w- when we say things on here, they tend to kind of happen. So what else can we say to get to happen, you know, if they're listening? Because they're obviously listening.
0: Well, look, I the other day I straight up told Mattel that I want that breakaway bathroom with Donald Gennaro. Let's hope that happens first off. And okay. outside of that, I you know, we need more casting. I think at this point, just, just blow it out and go all crazy. Bring out, uh, you know, Nick Van Owen. Bring out Sarah Harding. Have the Kirby's here like if oh, there is uh, not, no, 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 no. Look, the Kirby's, if there's not a shot of them sitting on their couch watching the news of something going wrong, I'm going to be disappointed. <laughs> I need I, I like oh. stuff like that. I think you could at least have them in a in a role like that. You know, if you if you saw that, like William H. Macy was cast and uh, Taylor Leone. If you saw that, you'd be like, oh my God, are they going to have a major role or what? But then you find <laughs> out like, oh, it's just going to be something small that I would be perfectly fine with that. It just, it just cuts to them and they're watching TV and
1: he just goes, get in the car. We're leaving. <laughs>
0: like, yeah. yeah and or it. or honestly, like I could see him outside of like a paint and tile shop, like fixing like a, you know, a trim on the wall or something and or like a mailbox. And then like all of a sudden a dinosaur comes and just tramples it. And he's just like, oh, what? And then that's it. That's the end of the scene. Something oh, like that. Too you know, something...
1: you've you gone too far, sir.
0: <laughs> the you phones the ringing worries. in the background
1: <laughs> was, I, I made a joke today. Someone was talking about, oh, there's too many characters. Oh my gosh. Uh, <laughs> the guy in Jurassic park three. Oh my gosh. What's wrong with me today? <laughs> <laughs> Eric. Oh, Billy, <laughs> Billy. Billy. Someone was like, oh man, I'd like to see Billy. And I'm like, you know what? In my head canon, Billy is long dead. Billy died in the Tiranodon sequence in my headcanon, right? Because that's what counts.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Don't even get started on that path. But no, honestly, I feel like in what world is Billy not a contact still for Grant? I mean, yes, they they went through a troubled time in Jurassic Park 3. But like wouldn't – if Grant is involved in some sort of situation, dire or not, I don't know. I feel like he'd be like, Billy, I need your help. Come out here.
1: Really? Me. No, because Billy
0: Billy was just a student. Like do you like when I have problems I, inside? I, it doesn't like... matter. It doesn't matter though. Look, the none none of these people like Grant, uh, Ellie, them two. Like they or no, yeah, any of them. They have less uh, you know, involvement with these dinosaurs than Lowry, than Barry, than uh, you know, Owen and Claire. So like, why are they there? There's no well, reason that you know they're there my and feelings on not. That. You know my
1: feelings on that. Like, it's great that they're there, but they're completely unnecessary at this point. Like, this is already breaking the rule that like Colin was like this these movies aren't about these movies aren't about the same people over and over again which they're about Owen (laughs) and Claire but like he's like so so this was back in Jurassic World he's like we're not bringing back the old cast we want to move on we want to move forward we want we want the world to feel big and I feel like bringing back all these characters like diminishes that it does what I think Star Wars does really poorly which is make a giant galaxy feel really small and so you know my feelings like I don't need these characters back it's gonna be fun but is it at the cost of a co cohesive, coherent movie? Like I don't know, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I I'm excited for for Bowery and Lowry. Um, uh, can I just call them Bowery? Bowery, yeah,
1: hundred percent.
0: Bowery? Uh, Bowery. I'm excited for Bowery. Uh, I think I think it's gonna be fun to have them back. I hope I hope Bowery has uh Omar. I think I hope he has a-, a good chunk of uh involvement here in the movie. I, I yeah, you know he w- he, just... he had a good part and he's like a sidekick to Owen. Like they were a good team together and I would love to have seen them in Fallen Kingdom work together. And uh I, I hope they are working together in this next one. But um why don't we was talk about those
1: weird? was it not weird in Fallen Kingdom she goes to get Owen and Owen's not like, well I need it's n- that wasn't just me. <laughs> Like that oh. was like me and a crew of people doing this thing. So like, sure. But that's really also what I go-
0: literally just said about Grant and Billy.
1: <laughs> no, but Grant and Billy were a team like 15 years ago at this point. Right. Like, and they well, weren't even a team. He was a hey, student who got him in my head. A cannon, bad situation.
0: All right. They've been working together for
1: years. I, I can't even argue with your headcanon. Headcanon Your head, <laughs> you, head is inarguable. It is. Yeah. No, so, like, I just feel like he's like, well, wait, you want me to go back to this island and you want me to deal with this raptor that's, like, highly intelligent? Like, I need my crew. Like, we have to get the band back together because I can't do this myself. Yeah. Alan Grant can do whatever. Like, I don't feel like that Alan Grant is fully equipped to deal with these animals at this point either. Like, it's been 25 years since – well, no, it's been since Jurassic Park 3, but still. Like, he's – he was. He's not equipped. It was even weird that he survived Jurassic Park three. Let alone now, he's just going to randomly survive when these animals are taking over the continental U.S.
0: I don't know, man. It's so weird. Will he? Will he? Um, I don't know. But um, what, what I'm talking about, all these characters and and who's who, who's who's playing with the others. Um, we 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 have to bring up these these new characters that uh, we, we don't know who they are or what they're playing, but. Uh, Let's start here with Deachan Lockman, who is an actress that has been announced for, the, for Jurassic World 3. Um, now, she's been in the TV show Animal Kingdom, uh, Altered Carbon, uh, Supergirl, The Last Ship, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., uh, Shameless, The 100. So there's a lot of good credits there. Um, do you know her from anything?
1: No, I watched Supergirl for like a season or two. I watched Supergirl for like two seasons. Yeah. Um, so that's where I would have seen her if she's in those earlier episodes. I know we're like way out from season two now on that show. So yeah, it looks like 2016,
0: um, 2017 she was involved. I, maybe maybe only two episodes. Maybe. I mean, she was probably a bad guy or a henchman or something. Um, yeah, I don't know. A character named Veronica Veronica Sinclair slash Roulette.
1: Uh, it's it's obviously a a bad guy it seems like it
0: It sounds like it um i don't know what she is in animal kingdom that's a a pretty big show um but uh i remember in uh, agents of shield she was like kind of like a good guy but then turned bad so um i i get the vibe that she might be on the bad side here that's just just based off of no information whatsoever that's just my feeling
1: yeah maybe
0: What do we know so far about this movie, though? Like, we know Dr. Wu's involved. Any other potential bad guys that you can think of? I can't. Out of all these people that have been cast?
1: No, I can't. I can't think. And it's weird we haven't. I should say it's weird. Like, I I guess now I'm kind of waiting for, like, the big bad name. Like, you know, is Wu going to be the bad guy? I don't know. Like, that'd be kind of cool.
0: I You know, yeah. I, I think we are all waiting for the, the bomb to drop with Dodgson or something like that. I feel like we're all sitting here waiting for, like, that character wait, wait, to be revealed. Let's, let's put it out there. Bob Odenkirk. Oh, my Bob God. Odenkirk. Are you kidding me, dude? No Bob way. You've, you've heard yeah. me
1: say that before. Dude, as Dodgson? You've heard me say that before. Dude, if I have, then whatever. But, like, if not, you and me, man, save
0: wave Dude, I guy. say this all the time. He is... He is the guy. There is no other guy that should be Dodgson whatsoever. He has to be the guy. He plays that, like, slimy, uh, not villain, but, like, bad guy really perfectly. Like, he is that guy. He looks the part, and he's the right age, and he's the guy.
1: Dude, if they got Bob Odenkirk to kind of... Because here's the thing. Actors don't like to come on and, like, play the same character, right? But you're right. He's really good at kind of being, like, a skeevy, like, slimeball. Like, I think better call Saul it's like one of my favorite TV shows like I can't uh-huh. believe they yep. allow that show to go on like two- year hiatuses like because that show <laughs> is absolutely phenomenal it but, is yeah um he's amazing and he I recently saw him he I recently saw his stint on the office like he had like a one episode oh my god guest, guest star so and good. he plays he plays like <laughs> the Michael Scott of another yep office and he's absolutely fantastic and I know he's been around for years
0: yeah, he's, he's been around for a while, and I, I literally – I just saw him in Little Women, and he played opposite Laura Dern, and I was like, my dreams are coming true. I was like, this is the next step. This is it. It's happening, right?
1: Oh, like, dude, Bob Odenkirk as Dodgson would just be
0: phenomenal. That has to get out, be Get it. out there. Bob Odenkirk. Bob Oden. Like, just put it out there, Brad. Uh, just I am put it out sending – the- I'm sending it with all my might because that is that is the best one. I know a lot of people have said, like, Woody Harrelson. I don't agree with that whatsoever. Um, I think I think it's got to be Bob Odenkirk. Woody Harrelson doesn't really fit the bill of, of what we saw in Jurassic Park. But um, if you age up that guy into Bob Odenkirk, I think it really works.
1: I think it's been 25 years since the original. You know, it's been over 25 years since the original movie. Of course, people watch these, like, on a, you know— regular basis these movies but if you haven't seen these movies in a while and you definitely haven't seen jurassic park in 20 some years like you would look at bob odenkirk and go oh yeah okay dodson like i kind of remember that character from the first movie like you know i was explaining that to someone today and they were like oh my gosh they're like he's perfect like because they also knew that they couldn't you know why you couldn't get the original actor back or whatever but
0: dude you um, know i'm getting a little crazy in my mind right now but imagine like uh, like a uh, The Irishman style flashback with him in the red shirt and the hat and the briefcase, Bob Odenkirk de-aged, like leaving that that meeting with with Nedry. My God, that would be really cool to see, like a uh, flashback. So that He's way, so awesome. that way, it sets you up. So you're like, that's that's him. Oh my God, I know who he is. He's the guy from the first movie. And blah blah blah. Now you know. Now,
1: question, is
0: Biosyn mentioned
1: in no. Jurassic Park? It's not. No. It's just Dodgson.
0: Yeah. So we just know we, that he works We for know the connection, oh, yeah, right. but but okay. nobody else really does.
1: <sighs> Dude, they but, need to have Biosyn in this movie, right? Like, Biosyn's got to be a part of this.
0: They've, you know, they uh, Colin hyped it up uh, via the last movie saying <gasps> that, you know, it's the Apple versus PC thing. But that really... It that wasn't a big thing, it you know, it, it didn't really happen at all. Outside dude, of like dude, the auction, dude,
1: what if, what if Barry and Lowry got jobs with Biosyn because of their experience on Jurassic World? What if they're bad guys at this point?
0: You know, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, um, dude, I wouldn't, Lowry's, pass them. Lowry's the guy, Lowry's the guy who
1: just, who just happened to take a job right and then he does not like what is going down at whatever is going on <laughs> and he's with Biosyn cuz he thought it was going to be a great job he thought they were going to like Look. you know move the future forward and he is the like linchpin in this whole thing where he like you know opens the gates or whatever and lets yeah. things out and he like you know he you know he Lowry's like a hero right like he's the one that comes to terms in the in the fourth movie about like letting letting the T-Rex out right like yeah what if he like mans up in this movie and like is like no this isn't right and he's the one that like gets people where they need to be sneakily or something I don't know we're like we're just
0: Im- imagine the the scenario where he realizes who he works for and he's like wait a second I work for the company that took down Jurassic Park and because he's like a Jurassic Park hardcore fan like imagine right, if he right, figured that yes. out like but it, um that would be really cool and honestly um I know you've seen an instance of this, me and you saw an instance of this together in person at a thing where an employee didn't, he, he moved on to the, the company and didn't care for that thing. Um, I'm not going to specifically say what it is just in case people haven't seen it, but there was an instance of this exact scenario in that thing. So maybe I'll (laughs) tell you, uh, (laughs) I'll put it, I'll put it in our, um, our Put chat our google
1: hangouts conversation
0: yeah. um uh I, I i don't know what the guy's name was but there was a person that didn't like the job but but was doing it for the pay he's like it pays and then it moved on from there oh um, gotcha i see but yeah like <laughs> yeah okay, so yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's literally you could think like, well, maybe there's trying to set the stage for this type of scenario to happen. But in that we are just wildly getting off topic in all this speculation, and this is exactly the type of thing i I try not to do, but i I continually say I try not to do this, but it's it, it's virtually impossible on this show because all we want to do is speculate and create the best movie possible. I mean,
1: we got a lot of speculation about this title. Do you, do you well, want to well, move we on also
0: No, no, we still got one guy, Scott Hayes. Um I don't know if you know who Scott Hayes is. He's been in Venom, um Antlers, I don't know what that is, Future World, Thank you for your service. So a lot of things that I have I've heard of a lot of what and Lockman's been in, but uh not so much Scott Hayes. Do you know him at all? Have you seen Venom no, I'm assuming? I've seen Venom, but again, like I I couldn't tell you like
1: what his role was. It looks Um, like
0: it was, um, security chief Roland tree. Yeah. uh, yeah, exactly.
1: (laughs) I remember a cool scene where Venom goes absolutely crazy on a bunch of police officers, but like, that's all I remember.
0: He has a, a crazy looking beard in child of God. Um, so yeah, I don't know, but, uh, is another guy. Like we said, we don't really know too much about him, but Based off a lot of his pictures, I could definitely see him being a bad guy uh, as well. So I feel like this these two announcements here, we just had Barry and Lowry, good guys, um, you're assuming. And then, you know, we got Deacon Lockman and Scott Hayes. Um, I'm assuming that's kind of like a, you know, maybe they're involved in the same crew. Maybe they're on the bad side. That's just my vibe that I'm giving off for these characters.
1: I guess like kind of what I'm realizing with Jurassic, it's that because – because no one's going to kill like Owen, no one's going to kill Claire. I doubt like Grant and Ellie and Malcolm like come out of this thing dead, right? Like I just feel like these people that we don't know as well, they just end up kind of being the fodder because like no one really cares, right? So like yeah, sure, make him the bad guy henchman or whatever. But like I don't know. It's it's not that I want this to be like dramatic like the Avengers or like or like that, but I would like to start seeing I don't know. I don't want big send offs for characters in this movie either. Cause these, these aren't that kind of movie. Like it's not star Wars. It's not Avengers. Like, well,
0: why don't we, why don't we transition into this next one here? Which, uh, is it, it, Goes directly off of what you're saying. So I was listening to a podcast. It was called The Watch Less Podcast. And um, B.D. Wong was on there, and they were talking with him. And, of course, they brought up Jurassic World 3. And I have a, a few bullet points here that I, I wrote down from the show. And he said uh, – B.D. Wong said on the podcast that Colin is really going to give Dr. Wu a good send-off. <laughs> Literally what you just said, the opposite. Um, he mentioned that he yeah, doesn't but I don't know. really
1: like I don't have like an emotional like connection with Wu. Like, I mean I mean I don't like I've always kind of known him to be like look, he was he was really nothing until Jurassic World. And in the book mm-hmm. we kind of know him as kind of like a skeevy guy a little bit, but not really as much as like even Hammond was in the book. No. So like He's like Wu is never like my hero, and I know his ending from the book. So like, okay, it's cool. I got he confirmed that Wu is essentially gonna die in this movie. Like, well,
0: well, here let me let me follow it up though. He said he mentioned that he does not know specifically whether that means a death, a triumph, a comeuppance, or just being right about things. So I'm sure he was just trying to cover himself a little bit there about yeah the good because he messed off, up. But- <laughs> He messed yeah. up.
1: Every, come on. He's going to die. Like, this is not... It,
0: ha- it has to be. I'm assuming it has to be. Um, but he doesn't know. It could be something big. Uh, uh, maybe he's maybe he saves the day somehow. I don't know. Maybe he realizes everything he's done uh, has, you know, brought this on the world. So maybe he becomes a good guy. Who knows?
1: Maybe. I mean, I just haven't... No, again, it's tough because I don't really know where... I don't know where this movie goes, to be honest no. with you. Like... I don't know. I just don't know where this movie goes at all. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So there's that. So I don't know. I don't know what that means, but uh, I thought it was interesting to at least get some ideas based off of that. I think a good send off could mean any of those instances that he brought up. Um, but I think, I think a good death would be pretty great. And honestly, if it was a triumphant death, I think that would be pretty good too. If he realized, like I said, maybe he realized he's, he's been wrong and he does something to save the crew. But, um, But uh, do you think Wu has that in him? I don't know.
1: I don't know. But, you know, a good death. A good death is its own reward or something, right? Is that what she says in Man of Steel? I don't remember. (laughs) A good death is its own reward or something. I don't
0: know. (laughs) Um, And uh, continuing, let's continue with a little bit of casting News as well, I guess you could say. Um, so this this information came from Jurassic Outpost. They had an article up there um, about an open casting call, which is is uh, it's actually over. <laughs> well, tomorrow as of this recording, but it's already over as as the time you guys are listening to this. Um, it says that they were looking for mill workers, fishermen, and townsfolk uh, for this movie. So. Uh, does that give you any kind of hints or ideas as to what could be going on here?
1: I mean, mill workers and fishermen. This is coastal, like I mill guess workers so. and I mean, fishermen. They're shooting I, in Vancouver, but this could easily be like Maine. Would they shoot this as Maine or something?
0: I mean, that's possible. Um, that would be interesting to see dinosaurs have gotten all the way out there. I mean, if you all look to the at – if you do look at like aerial shots of Vancouver Island, it is pretty. Like there's a lot of water. It's an island, I guess, right? So I um, uh, don't quote me. I don't know, but the name's island. So, but there's a lot of shots here, like over, the, like a drone shot or whatever, of uh, uh, some very, very, very picturesque uh, island scapes. So um, I think we could be seeing maybe these mill workers or fishermen or whatever they are. Um, on a dock or, you know, something like that. Uh, I could, I, you know, it doesn't really have to mean much per se, but I could see a bunch of dudes just like flipping fish to the next guy, you know, down a train of people and whatever fish guys do. I don't know.
1: I mean, for <laughs> once the actual shooting location could be the real location of the story, right? Because we know that these dinosaurs are moving, um, you know, in like Northern California area, right? Mm-hmm. Because of battle of yeah. big rock with the Nisudo, um, we kind of know that they're up there in the Northwest. This literally could be British Columbia, right? Sure. Um, you know, so, I've noticed, I feel like ever, and maybe it's cause I live in Canada now, but I've noticed that like in movies and stuff that they're actually including Canada as like actual, like story beat locations in a lot of these things. And because Canada is such a big part of the film industry now, like it's not like they're trying to disguise Canada anymore as like other uh, cities and stuff. If, you know, if they want to use Montreal, as a story beat, they use it, you know, because yeah. Montreal is such a big part of the industry and stuff now. So, um,
0: so yeah, yeah I yeah. find that to be Van- really interesting. Vancouver Island looks like it's set to the west of vancouver the city um and it looks like cathedral grove or at least they are doing this this drone footage uh cathedral grove is right on a, a body of water a small lake it, it's or i don't know how big but a lake um so who knows i don't know what that really means but certainly they could point the drone in any direction they want but um yeah uh i don't know but i don't know if those two things correlate per se but um you know at least we'll be getting some sort of small town, uh, you know, very, uh, blue collar scenario. I guess you could say we've, I know me and you have debated and discussed, uh, a scenario where, uh, a set of Raptors or one Raptor is attacking like a small town, uh, out in the middle of nowhere. I think that could be something we see here. That would be interesting.
1: Oh yeah. 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 That would totally be cool. Although yeah. from what we know right now, there's only one Raptor, which they've got to fix that. Right. There's got to be more than one raptor in this movie.
0: Um well, I mean, I don't know how much this thing that we've seen together really factors into anything at all. Oh, Maybe not whatsoever. We
1: really, we really can't <laughs> talk about it. We've spoiled it on this podcast before. All right, but, I get it. But
0: but we it was a very, you know, spoiler-centric thing, you know, we talked about that ahead of time, so That's fair, Uh that's yeah. Fair. But um and plus it hasn't gotten all around even this country alone, so Fair or enough, fair the, the, you know, I know you're in Canada, but you know, um, <laughs> uh, right. that's, that's that as far as the casting thing, there's not, like I said, not much to talk about there. Um, but it was interesting. So I hope anybody that listened, I don't know if you're out there, hopefully you got a chance to, uh, apply for that deadline. Um, and you get to shoot at least from the one to two days between February 25th to March 6th. So coming up pretty soon here, um, but yeah, so what's up next on our agenda here? Oh yeah, it's the um what do we talk about that title thing cuz I know you you tried to bring it up before. Um, I mean, this, this goes back a little ways. It's out there. It, yeah, it's out there somewhere. Do you have any kind of idea what you think which one do you think it is? Like cuz there's only a, a finite amount of options to choose from. Do you have um, any any uh, inkling? No,
1: cuz I'd have to read through like all these I'd have to read through all these uh tweets again. Um, but, uh, like I so okay, so just quickly going through, I don't think it's Jurassic World survival. I don't think it's class. Well, that, that was,
0: that was, um, oh no, this I'm is sorry. James. This yeah, is survival. Survival was, um, I think nixed, uh, if I remember correctly.
1: Okay. I don't think it's illusion of control. Um,
0: I know I know a lot of people liked that one um I just don't think that's it it doesn't it doesn't uh, well
1: what, I don't do you know. think, it- what
0: do you think about those connections the fact that um, you know back a while back when uh, Jen and Josh got married I think it was uh, Je- uh, Josh Evans and Jennifer Tarek, uh they got married and Colin said something like uh, it's a new era. And then, you know, fast forward to this title, somebody wrote it in, the, in that thread and, uh, you know, New Era is in there. So do you think there's any kind of correlation between that um, right there or is it uh, just kind of us looking too much into things?
1: Jurassic World, New Era, Jurassic World, Fallen Kingdom. I mean, New Era goes more with Fallen Kingdom. It's, it's the opposite of a Fallen. You know, it's... It's the opposite, right? So like you've the fallen kingdom and then you have the new era, right? So like, yeah, I feel like, and it's two, both are two words. Um, I think that in that font they used for fallen kingdom last time, I I think that that those words would look good in that font. Um, I think it's got like searchability, like what are they as SEO or whatever, when it comes to like all this podcasting and searching and stuff, um, (laughs) I don't really know anything about it, but I think that could be the case. Like, and I don't necessarily think he, yeah, I mean, you know what? He, he knows them enough to joke around and, and say that like, you know, as a blurb on a, on a tweet, like, yeah, weirdly, I think that could be <laughs> it. I don't know. There was some other ones that I thought were good, but I don't see him listed here actually. So. Um.
0: Yeah, it's. It, I kind of tried to go through them all at one point, and uh, I feel I feel like I was missing some dawn of a new era. That's you know there was a lot of play on new era. Um, you also have let's see here. Um, yeah, I don't think it'll have control. the word dawn in
1: it because we already have dawn of the dinosaur, yeah. and I don't think they're going to want to get that brand confusion mm. in there.
0: What about edge of chaos? Do you think that's uh,
1: <sighs> maybe that was another like hot one people were kind of targeting in on. Um, with it being part of like the original Michael Crichton book and how mm. Trevorrow is really into the Crichton stuff, um,
0: Edge of I, Chaos. You know, I, like, I get that, I understand that, but I just think that like those words together just sound too too like modern in terms of like you know you got Dawn of Justice like that. It it really has that kind of feel, and I don't like that. Um, like that Edge yeah. of Chaos. Like it just sounds too. Oh, I don't know. It just sounds too cliche in a way. Um, cl- like Clash of Worlds. Uh, very. These are very cool things, but I just don't really think like they fit for Jurassic per se. Um, it's
1: other than that. It's like okay. So like after, like people kept guessing Extinction. Like people don't understand how. Oh, that arc- was the
0: one. That was the one. I think he nixed Extinction. He did um, he nix said, Extinction, he, and he's yeah. but
1: that's been like the thing forever. And here's the thing, like people got to understand how story arcs work. Like this is the end of a trilogy. You don't, you don't end it on a downer. You end it with like hope. Right. And we've been being told this entire time that this doesn't really work out for the humans in the end. This works out for the dinosaurs. And so I think new era, like new era is a nice way of saying this trilogy is done and Trevorrow can walk away if he pleases. And he has set up, he has set up the Jurassic world for the future. Right. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so I feel like new era is probably it. Um, and I guess I'd, I'd, be okay with that. Like it's, it's, it's a cool sounding title.
0: I agree. I think um, I th- I've kind of gotten comfortable with it at this point. It's, it's one of those things that when a new title is announced, you, you always feel a little weird about it at first, but, but like new era kind of fits now. I feel like, based off of all these context clues it it really does work and i think like what you were just describing the fact that you know you set up this movie and the next and it definitely fits based off of fallen kingdom you're moving onto a new era and also the fact that jeff goldblum says it in fallen kingdom he's like we're in a new era welcome to jurassic world so that's literally the the last few lines of that movie he says new era so um yeah, I don't know, man. As far as the titles concerned, I'm happy with that. I'm happy with New Era, but uh, I don't really think out of any of the ones that were in that um, in the mix, none of them sound better than than that one for me. No,
1: and I think Colin said from the beginning, like, "Hey, I've done, I've I've written Jurassic World. It is designed to be a part of a trilogy, but Jurassic World can be a self contained story. But once it got greenlit for the trilogy." I feel like that's the perfect title for a final in a trilogy. And I just don't think that if he had this grand plan, I don't think he would end it with a title like Edge of Chaos, right? Because that's just another, to me, that's just another title. That doesn't mm-hmm. like signify anything. That just signifies like, like like you said, it's like a dawn of justice. It doesn't really, it doesn't talk about anything other than it just being a, a subtitle on, on a main title. So yeah. I think New Era actually says, like, this is over and we're on to the future. Like, what, if what was that Universal like, pleases. Uh,
0: talking about more Tom Cruise movies here, Edge of Tomorrow. Like, that's, like, a movie that had some yeah. real issues with their, their marketing for that, that that movie because nobody really knew what that was. And then they changed it at one point to, like, Live, Die, Repeat, which was, like – more well, that quitting? was the
1: tagline. That was the tagline for Edge of Tomorrow was live, die, repeat. And then they changed it just like they recently changed Birds of Prey to be yeah. Harley Quinn colon Birds of Prey. <laughs> like the new name for Harley Quinn isn't even as good as what it should have been titled from the beginning, which was Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey. Like yeah, when they changed the title, why would you Harley Quinn colon Birds of Prey? It's so weird.
0: Um, yeah, that that feels real weird, but it's it's better than the I don't because I don't know if you uh, use the AMC uh, Stubbs app or I don't know if you're part of that program. No, but no, like no. when I when I go to buy my tickets for the movies, I I try to look and see what's what's coming up, and and that one was so darn long that I couldn't read it because they had to make it tiny to fit on the page, and like I could never read what it was. I'm like, what? I got to squint to see what this movie is because there's such so a many bad words. title. So I don't, I don't title. want it to kind of, I don't want them to live, die, and repeat on this, uh, this hill here. So I hope they pick something like New Era. I think that works well. Yeah, me too. Agreed.
1: Close case closed. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, what else do we got here? Um, all right. So let's uh, I, all right. We'll come back to this movie. Oh no, no, we'll stick on the movie. Um, so. Recently, actually within this entire thread here, actually, it's actually good to go off of this. Um, James uh, James Ronan was the guy who tweeted out that, you know, what is the title? What do you guys think it should be? He's a contributor here. You've probably heard him here on the podcast or read his articles on our website. So he tweeted that out initially, but he also tweeted out, you know, uh, hey, Jack Horner, what's going on? Are you coming back? And he said, nope, he's not coming back. And at that point, we didn't really know who was going to be you know coming on as the paleontology consultant uh for this movie and now we do know uh, via Colin Trevorrow, he actually um tweeted out the other day that uh Steve Brascati is going to be the new paleontology consultant so uh do you know anything about this guy at all I
1: don't I honestly the way Jack Horner you know nope like that's that's a very it's kind of a negative way of saying something. Like yeah. just the word nope, like gives kind of negative connotation. Like he wasn't invited or he has disagreements with how the production is, you know, wanting to portray these animals. Um, I'm, uh, trust me, I'm super grateful to what Jack Corner has done. But at this point, I don't think he's
0: necessary. Um, I know like, Oh, you this know, James, is, this is what we were discussing. This I is think. the discussion. This is it. Because I remember, yes. yeah, you were like, it doesn't matter at this point. Like we don't need him. but I'm like, yes, you do. You do. need No, him. <laughs> you don't. These
1: look, the way these animals look and move have been established already. Like sure. it was done 25 years ago. And then we had a great sequel. Like, look, they say an animation, right? You don't, you don't always want to like reference old animations, right? Because then your animation doesn't get better. But how many times have they said in the bonus features of these movies, like, oh, we look at real world counterparts. You know, we look at real world animal relations. We look at, you know, for all the movements. And and like he did a fantastic job establishing what Jurassic dinosaurs are. And unfortunately, Jurassic dinosaurs, as of right now, are not what dinosaurs really, really were. And so – He's just yeah. This is totally the conversation we were having. I was like, I feel like I got, I feel like I got grilled for something a few weeks ago. Yeah, it was, so, it was like I don't think he's necessary at this point. I don't think any paleontology uh, consultant is necessary. Other than they have to pay a guy or a woman, whoever that does. That's not really relevant. They have to pay somebody to say if they have any question, they have to pay someone to ask that question, and they want someone on retainer. That's all they really want. Exactly. So,
0: that's the point of the paleontology consultant is to be that person to tell them, yeah, but... you know, look, this is the, you know, no, you're doing things wrong. That really isn't what a dinosaur would do. And especially in the case that like when they were building the Indominus Rex and stuff like that, it's or, or the Indoraptor, it's like, well, you know, if you're going to combine these things and that, this is probably the best way to go. So go ahead with your design teams, make something like this. Um, that's See, really- See, I, I don't know.
1: Like- I just, I think that, I think the, Indoraptor was the most monstery thing we've had in the entire franchise. Like I, I, you, they could have easily done that without a paleontology consultant. Like the consultant, I think at this point plays such a minimal role. I could be wrong. I don't know, but I just think that for, he's already said we want to get back to, you know, we're not going to do the monster or whatever this time okay. around, because we want to get back to the dinosaurs. So you bear know, we with me this, here.
0: What? Bear with me here. this is this is what I want to present to you, all right? So, sure. So the kingdom has fallen, right? We have all these dinosaurs. They've escaped, and all the dinosaurs that we know of are either dead or escaped somewhere. So really, where does that leave us? That leaves us with a new era, right? So what are you gonna do? if you're ha- if you have a new era, wouldn't it be a good idea to bring on somebody new? And say, sorry, Jack, um, we're going to go a different direction this time around. We want somebody with some different ideas because InGen isn't involved anymore. Uh, The old dinosaur creations that we've been using for years aren't going to fit our new idea here that we have for this movie. So let's bring in a new Uh, paleontology consultant who maybe we see other companies or whatever it is, you know, the Apple versus PC thing that they teased a while back. Like maybe this is the start of that where company B, if InGen is company A, we got company B over here making their dinosaurs that are going to be different. So Jack Horner is going to design something that looks like what you've seen before. So, but Jack on not, though,
1: because Jack Horner has voice. he doesn't want he, he says these movies aren't accurate anymore. They're not like he doesn't he wants the feathers. like Jack Horner wants these movies to go from what I've understood. like he he's not happy necessarily with the way they yeah. decided to go sure. in these movies that, you know, keeping the original designs and stuff. like, so I don't know. i I just think that Jack Horner is probably too expensive at this point. um. You know, God.
0: no, there's bring... no. I mean, come on, really? Like the guys yes. in the movies. He's 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 been the paleontology consultant on what do you five do you movies th- so far? But they're
1: bringing back the freaking Avengers of Jurassic at this point. Like, what? <laughs> what you gotta cut some corners. Need? Why do you need? Well, you have to cut a corner somewhere, right? Why do you need a celebrity paleontologist to tell you how dinosaurs moved and look? Like, you don't. Well,
0: uh, I don't think uh, Steve Versati is any kind of like you know just Joe Schmo that, you know, he's, he's, he's written some, some really great stuff. And and
1: Horner is like, Horner's a freaking celebrity in the movies nowadays because of Jurassic. Like he can demand a higher price because of his name.
0: I guess, you know, like, Uh, I mean, a lot of people have been, uh, you know, very, very high on Steve Versati's book, The Rise and Fall of Dinosaurs, A New History of the, of a Lost World. Um, so that's, uh, that's his major book, I guess. And I have not read it, but I know a lot of people that have. And um, I, I'm excited to see what he brings, though. Um, like I said, I think maybe he could bring a different perspective. So if you do have other people that are making dinosaurs, this could be a good opportunity for somebody else to share their vision. That's completely different than than Jack Horner.
1: I mean, maybe Uh, look, I think if I think if all you knew was that there was a paleontological expert working on these movies, I think if we weren't so ingrained in the in the fandom and in the casting and all this stuff, I honestly, if they wouldn't have made any mention of this, I don't think you would have left the next movie knowing that there was a different person. Involved, Like
0: I really don't yeah, think well, he would have. Here, here's like, the thing because I didn't even I, I wasn't positive that Jack Horner was even involved in Fallen Kingdom because I I'm trying to search the vaults of my mind and remember, did Jack Horner comments on Fallen Kingdom at all? Was he involved? Did he was he on set? I have no no clue at this point because time has passed and my brain doesn't work that way. So I, I had to go through the credits and i did find his name in there so i was like okay yeah he, he did work on the movie so like you're saying it really doesn't impact it all that much per se but um who knows maybe it does behind the scenes and we're just not getting that i mean maybe look if these if these animals like
1: feel totally different i guess but i i don't think you know this goes back to my question about is this the time to really make a bunch of big changes and i don't think it's the time to be making a ton of big like big changes. So I don't think these dinosaurs are going to feel different. I, I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, if let's say there was a biosyn corporation making different dinosaurs, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw some dinosaurs with feathers, but like, we're definitely getting the old dinosaurs. We know this, we know that blue is out there. We know that Rex, the Rex is out there. We know that the Nesutoceratops is out there um, and is going to be in this new movie. Like, so we know we're getting plenty of the old regime, right? I feel like the new dinosaurs are just going to be that they're just going to be new dinosaurs that are going to be let loose to intermingle with the old dinosaurs. And we're going to start moving forward into, I don't want to say a regression, but as these dinosaurs start to like naturally produce, they will, they will taper off into what dinosaurs actually look like. And I don't think that happens in this movie. I think this happens in the next trilogy you know, a a new style change. Like that's like a definitive style change for Jurassic. I think that happens in the next trilogy. I don't think that happens now.
0: Yeah. You think so? Um, Yeah, I really do. I really, Uh, I really truly think that. I think, I think we're going to see the next step. Uh, I really think that this movie is going to show us that next step and lead us into that new era. Um, Yeah. If this movie is not 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 titled that, I'm going to be so mad at this point.
1: (laughs) I'm not saying that we won't see the next step. I'm saying that the next step is not the new – is not the Jurassic Park. It's not Jurassic World – let's call it New Era, right? Sure. I think that the main amount of dinosaurs we see is still the old regime, and I think we see the next step in the final act, in Act 3, and just when the new movie comes out in like five or six years, I think we off the bat start with – dinosaurs that look more like what dinosaurs really looked like and I think we just accepted at that point. This whole this whole new trilogy has been about fan service and has been about really paying homage to the original two movies, like or the original first I guess. I think that the the time to really deviate from that is in the next trilogy, not at the end of this one.
0: Sure, I mean, what if what if though we are kind of looking at this wrong and and it's not necessarily a trilogy. I feel like a lot of the terminology that they've been using recently has described this as a series or, or, or something like that less, less of, Hey, this is movie one, two, and three. It's, it's, you know, it's a, a a bigger series than that. Uh, Just the terminology based on press releases and stuff like that. It feels like they're opening up the world to like, it's just part three of a saga. Um, so I don't know. I, I, not that that really has any bearing on that point, but um, yeah, I mean, I don't know, man, but we got, let's see, we got two more topics. Um, do you want to, yeah, let's do this one real quick. Let's, let's bounce away from Jurassic world three for a second and just touch on camp Cretaceous real quick. So, I know this is is one of your favorite topics of the night.
1: (laughs) Well, it's one of my favorite, but people over in the community, like, like I said, over on Twitter and Facebook, people are uh, excited about it. Like, so Belgian Jurassic over on Twitter says, you know, he's excited for Camp Cretaceous August release. So that's pretty cool. Um, And let's see, someone else was excited about Camp Cretaceous here. Uh, Or no, they were not. That's it. No, no No one else. Just no
0: one else was excited. Belgian Jurassic, (laughs) Not me, not me. Not Aaron. So I'll I'll give you the the rundown here. Uh, This this information came from uh, the Instagram for Collect Jurassic. Our buddy Tim over there posted this also uh, from Mesozoic Park, at Mesozoic Park on Instagram, kind of tipped uh, Tim off to this information that uh, there's a Junior Deluxe, or sorry, Deluxe Junior novelization uh, coming for Camp Cretaceous. Um, I cool. don't know if it said that when this is coming, but it kind of gave away some information here. Like we said, it's, it's going to be premiering in August on Netflix. So we knew that this was going to be on Netflix, uh, you know, a DreamWorks universal tie in thing here for Jurassic and coming to Netflix. And, and the original press release had said coming 2020. Um, and it said something like a multi-year agreement for content or something very vague. Um, so now we learn via this uh, posting over on Amazon Spain uh, from this junior novelization that uh, it's going to be coming in August. So that's that's a big deal. I think that's a good conversation starter. You know, we, we've never known in 2020 as started. We're already, you know, into, just about into the third month here. And we're like, well, when's it, when's it happening? You know, like, is it coming soon is it coming late is it coming middle of the year when's it happening now we know august 2020 so at least we have a firm date as far as we know to look forward to
1: yeah i like this was one of the things i was debating is like august really news sure i get it i I'm, I'm a little like oversaturated with like the industry and like not only am i in the film industry but like i listen to a ton of video gaming industry stuff constantly like that's a majority of like my podcasting stuff so like when they did the original press release and that that teaser i was kind of like okay we'll see this probably like around mid to end of next year and like that was it like that's what i left it at and so then when people were like oh my gosh august i was like yeah like when did you think it was gonna be they said 2020 and like it wasn't gonna be in january like right you know as soon as that trailer dropped because when did the original trailer drop like Oh, I don't even know at this point, like August or October of last year. So like I felt at the time, like a year was a good time to make a short, you know, series like that. So I was kind of surprised that people were like, I, I don't know if people were excited or surprised by August, but like that didn't really, I mean, that, that well, seems right to me, I guess. Sure. So
0: I, you know, I, I made an to- assumption I tried to go through some of the other, um, titles that DreamWorks, um, has worked on for Netflix and like, you know, this show three below, uh, originally debuted in December. So there's that, uh, let's see here. Uh, dragons race to the edge. That's another, you know, uh, how to train your dragon thing here. Uh, this is original run was August 7th. So that's, uh, that's right on par um let's see Voltron legendary Defender we got uh oh I don't know when this one this one changed up the, th- the thread here looks a little bit different um I don't know sometime
1: <laughs> yeah um, I mean but
0: it's all it's all over the place as far as I can tell uh ra let's see if there's an answer for this one November so when I like I said when I did look through all of these things they all did seem to be all over the place uh troll hunters is december again so it's it's very varied so uh, i wasn't really sure when to expect this was this going to be something that is in december or november did i say that right december or november um or is it going to be in february or something like that but no it's going to be pretty much right there mid to late um you know of the year august so that's what we have to look forward to at least i'm excited and and what is this show this show is uh, a second dragon show Debuted in September, so yeah, we're all over the map here.
1: Yeah, I mean, like I said, August just seems right to me. And so when that, you know, when that news hit, I was like, "Wait, is this really news?" But like, I guess, like, and that's fine. <laughs> what I'm, what I'm not at all, what, what I, I shouldn't say, what I'm not excited about, what I could literally give zero cares about is the name drop. Everyone's like, "You're all excited about the name drop." I could care less. But why don't you, why don't you go into that
0: read? I guess. Okay, so so yeah, they did put um, some information here in the summary. Um, A lot of this, this is very, it's just the same stuff that we heard previously says Jurassic world camp Cretaceous, the exciting new television series on Netflix follows a group of six teenagers chosen for a once in a lifetime experience at a new adventure camp on the opposite side of Isla Nublar, the home of the Jurassic world theme park. But when dinosaurs wreak havoc across the Island, the campers are stranded unable to reach the outside world they'll need to go from strangers to friends to family if they're going to survive. Now, that's all old information. And it goes on to say, told from Dino Nerd, Darius, I always say this, Darius, Darius, (laughs) told from Dino Nerd Darius's point of view, this action-packed novelization expands on the amazing first season of Jurassic World Camp Cretaceous and features eight pages of full color, color images and a poster. Uh, so that's, that was uh, a lot of the information there. So Darius is a character that we're going to be following, um, in the book. It doesn't really confirm in the show, but I'm assuming he's going to be in the show as well.
1: Well, yeah. And it's like, and this is kind of what got me. It's like, we've already been told that it's kids, right? Mm -hmm. We've seen the first piece of key art, which has the the six kids on it. You can kind of like, rule them out like there's what there's three girls, three guys in this. I don't even and remember. So, and it's so like I'm look well, I'm I'm just looking at it. Oh, right okay. So <laughs> like y- you could almost say like well, based on stereotypes, Darius is either the kid on the far left or the kid in the center. Like you just it it's not like hard to figure out like who this kid is based on dinosaur nerd, right? And there's always one there's one in every one of these movies. Like, there's a kid that knows everything about dinosaurs.
0: Well, um, yeah, we, we we said that back when uh, uh Battle of Big Rock was coming out. We're like, somebody's going to come out here and just say that's a a, a whatever, and this is the, another dinosaur.
1: And I and said, they no, they wouldn't be so stupid, and
0: <laughs> it happened. And you were wrong. But I was wrong. Yeah. So it's just like I I'm feel, looking at the image too. Yeah, there's a. I mean, yeah, I like, there's the
1: kid on the left with like the briefcase. That's kind of nerdy, right? And then yeah. there's this the center kid who's like scrawny, uh-huh. and like, just, you know, low slumped shoulders with the backpack and like the the yeah. baseball tee and stuff. And I I feel like Darius has got to be one of those two.
0: Yeah, you know? yeah. I, I guess you're right. The other guy seems like maybe he's a little bit more of like a surfer guy based off the haircut. Um, right. So yeah, it would it would kind of fit more so to be one of those two the, the either the kid in the blue and white shirt or the green shirt on the left um but yeah that's just an assumption but um at least we have a name to go off of we we have a character that we are going to be discussing for you know who knows we this show could come and go and we we could care less you know it could be a bomb we we might not want to remember this show whatsoever but there is the chance that this show which based off of this summary here it says Season one. So this book is is based off of season one, which, you know, kind of implies that multiple seasons plus based off the original press release that said a multi year contract or whatever it was. Um, Right. So, you know, Darius, Darius, Darius. Why do I keep saying it as if it's like Daria from MTV? I mean, maybe it is. you're old. (laughs) I mean, but but also, like, I I know the name Darius. It's not like a new name to me or anything. Oh, you're so old. (laughs) But Darius, uh, what was I even trying to say at this point? Darius could be something that we're going to be talking about for years, a person that we're talking about for years to come, um, based off multiple seasons. Maybe the impact of this character is big. Maybe this character shows up, and it's like, Hey guys, I've been lost on this island for all these years, and you forgot me. I saw the lava, and I, I, I hid in a bunker, and whatever. I've been eating ingen food this whole time, but oh, you know, no, <laughs> no, could be just just like Jurassic Park three. We don't know, um, but I'm excited. Uh, I'm excited that we at least know a character's name and and something to go off of. A dino nerd. We could have assumed that much at least, like you said, um, but. It's cool. I think it's cool. We got a few key details: season one, August 2020, uh, and Darius. So I've, I'm gonna have and, to pause and think about that name every time. That's fine. And
1: like, so I just want to go back to the community real quick because I don't think there's actually a lot of. Uh, I don't know how much toy news there is, but there well, were people that yeah. were excited about toys. Um, because we're not talking about toys tonight, really, right? Like, there's not.
0: No, no, there's not much. There's nothing to really go off of, but we are pretty certain that toys came out at New York Toy Fair. If they did not show up on the, th- the toy floor, um, I guess we, it didn't happen. But um, so- I am fairly positive that what we are talking about could be answered at this point. We could have more information. We could have a trailer at this point. I don't know. And we could know character names based off of toys. Who knows?
1: Yeah, so like Michael Joseph over on Facebook said, like right now um, the new toys are coming out at the toy fair, and then Jay Jurassic was saying the reveals at the fair. Um, I'm actually I want to ask you a question. So Star Wars in the three and three quarter line and the action figures, there was an animated series and there was a live action series, and I didn't necessarily feel like those went like stylistically well together. Do you think that? Hmm. Do you think that Mattel? is going to have to change up their dinosaur style at all for an animated series because I gotta say, I'm looking at this at what I'm presuming is Charlie, this this raptor for the Camp Cretaceous. Yeah. And this dinosaur looks basically just like the Charlie action figure I just got at Walmart the other day. The green with like the white jaw and stuff. It so does, like
0: it does, yeah.
1: I feel like Mattel is like kind of like got this one in the bank, right? Like they don't even have to do much design work on this.
0: Sure. Yeah, and this is going to be tough. I might have to edit this all out depending on what we do or do not know. Um okay. But I think, you know, the if you look at the character models and in, in the poster, it they don't look like standard human designs. In, in no, way. They look I think that's going to be different. the hardest part. They, they don't look like aliens or or something. Like they're not like so disproportionate, but like. they look slightly different than uh, a human character in a a live-action television show or movie or whatever it may be. So the stylistic approach from the three-and-three-quarter-inch toys, if that's what they are debuting, um, you know, it's going to have to look like what they did with Star Wars Rebels or Star Wars The Clone Wars or whatever it is. Like, those toys, they don't blend perfectly with the other three-and-three-quarter-inch, but they're not so far disconnected that it just it ruins the aesthetic or the 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 playing ability
1: well but you're also making an assumption that we're going to get humans at all for camp cretaceous when very fair I, yes i think we just get i think we just get repaints and repacks um of existing dinosaur models for sure
0: i i um, I, I, I don't know i mean i i hope uh i hope we see otherwise and i i don't want to go too far because we might this might just be going on, you know, what sure, we- Sure, yeah, uh, which like. is why I don't want to um, cover it yet. For two but minutes. also, if if you guys check it out, we probably have a bonus episode. I'll probably say that. If there's no bonus episode, sorry, guys. But there's probably a bonus episode with a lot of information. But uh, keep your eyes out for that, if it happens. I can't promise you. <laughs> fair Fair enough. <laughs> But um yeah, so interesting stuff at least from my perspective as far as Camp Cretaceous is concerned. But why don't we move on to the final thing here? Um, which is uh, uh it's kinda I mean, it's kind of a big deal, and it, and it implies a bit. Uh the baby in the Pseudoceratops animatronic. Yeah, let's talk kind about of, it. It's been teased to us uh over uh you know, a period of time here, and we can kind of pretty much imply that this animatronic has been teased in different stages. Initially, we saw this very skeletal animatronic with like blinking eyes and uh, a tongue that moved. And we didn't really know what was that thing. What What was going on with that animatronic? We had a lot of guesses. Um, and then we saw another animatronic, which, you know, funnily enough, debuted during a live stream that we were do, do, uh, doing over on YouTube. And it was like perfect timing to talk about it. Um, and that one was uh, a skinned animatronic. Like you could actually see the skin, but it was unpainted. It was just very raw. Um, and it was in a crate, which was interesting, like a makeshift crate that they put together. It really wasn't a full crate. Um, and now we have another tweet here from Colin, which is not a video this time, but just an image that uh is uh, it looks like a fully painted baby Nasutaceratops animatronic. And uh it looks beautiful. It looks so good.
1: Yeah, it's really cool. Um I kind of enjoyed that, you know, that was like a that was over the course of like a week. Us talking about the movement of that animatronic, and then you know, debating whether or not it was, I kind of got ringed into like me saying that it was a triceratops, which I knew it wasn't a triceratops, but what would, I would have like, oh, because I think I said I wanted like the colors to resemble that old toy, um, or that old animatronic, or whatever. But uh, regardless, like it's obviously not a triceratops, right? Like you can kind of no, tell yeah. that from not having the the nose horn. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, the baby new teratops, which. Paint-wise, is not the same as the one we saw in Battle at Big Rock. So that's interesting.
0: Yeah, and Colin did uh, tweet out somewhere. Um, He said, uh, which was, I find this interaction a little strange, and you have to imply a bit with it, but um, somebody retweeted, that image from Colin and they this this Twitter handle at Captain W Watts tweeted out a uh, retweeted the picture with just a heart like that was all they put there and then Colin followed that up with his own tweet that says that one's older now but same species and I don't know where this conversation started how did this come about what is he implying based off of this but from that comment it it kind of seems like he's commenting on the fact that we know that this is not the same animatronic or the same character, dinosaur character that we saw in uh, Battle at Big Rock. That one's older now, but this here is the same species. That's what I'm gathering from this post. I don't really know how this correlates based off of the tweet that he he posted it on. But um,
1: Sure, yeah.
0: But uh, that's what I'm implying from it, that uh, the other one is older now. The one that we saw in Battle at Big Rock, the baby, Um, and this one's just, uh, you know, a a new baby. So maybe it's the baby of that baby. Who knows? (laughs) I don't know. I mean, that would
1: seem weird, but also like (laughs) it would be, it's unbelievable to me that these new pseudoceratopses didn't have like a nest somewhere, um, with multiples, like dinosaurs didn't just lay one egg, right? Like they laid multiples like that's sure. Yeah. So one, it's a little weird that there was only one in the, in the short, but, you know, whatever. Like, it told a story. Um, so I would imagine that there's a nest or a group of these things living somewhere at this point. Um, whether they're full size or not. Like, they're obviously multiplying. Um, this figure looks... Or this, this figure. This uh, this animatronic looks cool. I feel like just like how the stigmolic became, you know, stiggy and there was like... Stiggy hatchings and Stiggy action figures coming out. They're Stiggy action figures. Like I feel like this is gonna be the next push to have like a uh, a baby of some sort because as we all are knowing right now, babies sell like crazy. Um, and so this I feel like is gonna be the big toy uh for the Jurassic franchise um that year.
0: Yeah, uh, I guess. I mean, I don't know. really I don't know. It doesn't have the same allure as Baby Yoda or or Baby Groot. You know, no, baby Groot it is definitely kind of doesn't. But started this. They got to
1: try. You know. Um, yeah. Trying. I think. I think they do better if somehow the Rex had a baby. Oh somehow. my god, that would be so much better.
0: Yeah. I mean, they, look, they they tried. You know, Baby Groot was around for a while, and and that was a big hit. Everybody loves Baby Groot. Um, and then you know. Colin's kind of trying to tell people, like, hey, guys, we're not going the Baby Yoda route. We did this in the last movie as well with baby, the Baby Raptors, you know, the whole squad. So Baby right. Blue and all that. So they did. They had this really cute Baby Blue, which they took advantage of a little bit, but they didn't really go super hardcore. And maybe that was a missed opportunity on their part. Right. Um, They could have gone a lot harder with the with the toys and stuff. But yes, we have primal pal blue but like look at all the marketing for baby Yoda so you know now baby Yoda's out there and just a huge hit so we've got another one here baby Nasutoceratops. I don't really see that this is gonna have the same effect even as as baby blue but um
1: no no it's I don't think cute. that
0: I just maybe they're
1: trying I don't know you know
0: yeah and it makes me wonder like based off of what we've seen so far we saw this thing in a crate or a cage. Um, what does that mean for this? We know that this probably gets caught right at some point. Is this, is this bred in, in captivity? Is that something that we might have to deal with? Is it bred out in the wild and somebody captured it? Um, there's certainly, you know, several, you know, routes you could take at some point it gets captured.
1: (laughs) Neither one of those angles is necessarily new, right? For the franchise. Like we've had animals being born in captivity. We've had people trying to capture these animals. So, it could yeah. go really either way. I think from this image, there's actually two things that people are mm-hmm. kind of honed in on. Um, I had brought up at one point on Twitter, like the left, the screen left foot on this animal is not as art artistically developed as the other three feet. Cause you can see that yeah. third foot in the back. This one looks like it's like injured or it's got some kind of disease. Someone brought up like bumblefoot from like the, uh, I don't know if that's a real thing, but it's a thing in the Jurassic park <laughs> video games. Um, but this foot seems to be like cl- like like swollen or infected or healing or damaged or something yeah, um
0: it's hard it's really hard to tell because it could just be a weird angle but like it does I look don't odd think so, but man, I think so man there's I think overall, though, like, if you look at the legs and the the size of this thing and the feet in general, it just is straight up, like, it it looks like a a full-on baby. Like, this might be a pretty new creature. Like, I don't know. No. You don't think
1: so? No, this thing, because, no, this thing, it's not, like, it's not, like, just hatched. There's no way. It's too big. No,
0: I guess not just hatched, but it just seems like it's very... I don't know. It doesn't seem as mobile as like the one that's in the, uh, the battle Epic big rock.
1: Oh, I mean, I guess that's a good point. Um, I, I don't know. I just really, I keyed it on that foot and I feel bad if I'm like yeah. saying like an artist did a bad job on this one foot or whatever. <laughs> but like, I, I think there's more to it than, than it being a, Di- I, this looks swollen to me man look at the well, look at the middle to right of that foot it's like it's bowed out and the other feet are like curved mm-hmm. inward and this one's like bowed outward um
0: yeah it is definitely like foot. twisted a little bit more than the yes others it seems like so i yeah, i think you're onto something there i don't know what it means per se but i wonder how much mobility this animal will have in general because we did get that glimpse of it in a crate so You know, maybe it doesn't really go anywhere. Maybe it just stays in that. um, And maybe they animate it digitally, like for shots where it's running around, you know, like they did in Battle Epic. Right. So maybe that's what happens there. Um, I know you mentioned another point that people are pointing out. Do you want to tackle that?
1: Yeah, we can talk about it. Um, You know, we've been asking for it and I I feel like you cannot miss it in this photo. They tried blurring it, um, (laughs) but there is a Dilophosaurus puppet in the back of this I mean, photo.
0: It sure looks like it. Uh that is uh-uh. a
1: Dilophosaurus. It's n- <laughs> it is not the right size, but you know what? We will take what we can get and that is a Dilophosaurus.
0: It's it's the right size as far as what we've seen already, right? But like yeah, not, but I not want, like, the right me, size. I want the big one. <laughs> yeah, not the right size uh, according to what you want. Um that so I, I don't know I mean it it does look like it I I can't uh, say it is officially but it definitely does look like it. It um, is standing
1: in that like perched up look mm-hmm. that he like did with Nedry. It's got that long slender neck. It's got the arms that just like hang down, and it's got that crest. Come on, you cannot mistake. That is a crest on top of that. I mean, head. look,
0: there's a lot going on in this. There's they just had a party because there is a disco ball. There are balloons <laughs> over on the side. I don't know what's happening in this room. Well, I can it- tell you exactly what's <laughs>
1: happening, dude. They're celebrating the fact that Dilophosaurus is back in this franchise. That's all that stuff is in the back.
0: <laughs> look at now. Look also down underneath that lamp. You actually have like a, a looks like a child's, uh, you know, school T-Rex. project of a T Rex. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with that, but it, that that piques my interest as
1: well. <laughs> no, I think it's definitely obvious, like. The, the depth of field on this isn't real depth of field. It's like uh-huh. a Instagram blur filter. It's like the
0: can, iPhone XR or something that like. Creates yeah, the
1: you thing. can like definitely see like the circle that someone selected to like be the in focus <laughs> object. Because like the lamp has a wire coming out of it that like mysteriously just gets blurry for whatever reason, like at uh, a certain yeah. degree. But like, yeah, dude, there's definitely a Dilophosaurus in this photo. And that is super exciting. It
0: seems like. Why is, uh, why is he hiding it? Why is he hiding it? Just, <sighs> just show know. us, man. I know. You know, everybody got very hyped when we saw that Dilophosaurus, uh, you know, leaked out from Fallen Kingdom. Um, it turned out to be absolutely nothing. So temper your expectations. Who knows? You know? What was the Dilophosaurus? I don't see. I don't remember that. We can talk about that later. There was, later. I don't there was the Dilophosaurus. that, that uh, Dilophosaurus that was in the Lockwood, um, you know, estate in um... that uh, – that that room so it was that one that kind of looked i remember at the time i feel like it looked like the baby t-rex or something from the lost world like it looked like that with like a crest but it was a dilophosaurus and everybody's like what is this thing why does it look like this and it turned out to just be a statue in a museum
1: essentially so yeah i guess
0: so who knows? It does look like an Source. I can't say for sure, but that's exactly what it looks like. Uh, but I think this animatronic is great. It's definitely different painted than the uh, the other one, like you mentioned. There's no reds uh, that are like around the eyes and it's frill. Um, it's very cute. But um, I don't know. Do you th- do you have any any more inclination as to what it could mean for the movie?
1: I think. Oh yeah, I kind of like, so I kind of want to get into this. I think that we're gonna get. A, I don't want to say a good chunk, but I think the Nasudoceratops will definitely play a role because I got to think they spent all that money on that Allosaurus and um, the CG models and the the animatronics for that short. Now, did that mm-hmm. short actually really bring in any money? Like, because I got, like, who pay, someone had to pay for that, right? Like, so oh, yeah. I'm wondering if those are going to be in this movie simply just to recoup, like the cost of producing it and then not making a bunch of money on that short. I don't know. Like, cause obviously it didn't show up in front of, um, fast and furious. Like we all thought it was going to. So
0: no. And, and you know, it could have really brought out a lot more money, but they've refused to sell it, uh, you know, for some odd reason. I know I would buy this thing if it was, yeah, in a heartbeat. I would love to own this thing digitally or, you know, on a hard copy or something like, but I think, they have 5 million, uh, 5.4 million views on, uh, YouTube. So I'm sure that's certainly raking in a lot of money, but, um, not, not the millions that they need to recoup probably from whatever this costs them, you know? Right. So like, I just, I
1: just feel like we're going to get more in a pseudo and probably I would imagine some more Allosaurus. Like um, reusing
0: the assets and, and maybe reusing the, the assets. Yeah. Yeah so that that could be interesting. I would love to see that progress. and I mean of course we have the the motion comics that attempted to set up what happens next, but uh just kind of stopped stopped completely we talked about that I think I think in the last one, right like that yeah. literally like they continued from battle at Big Rock and went to like the reporter and and then just it just fizzled out and disappeared at a pivotal moment. so I don't know, man. I don't I mean, know.
1: It's it's things like that that just make me say, you know, God bless Soft Cannon. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was not a fan.
0: No, yeah, but but that's it, guys. That's uh, that's what we have here for you today. Um, I'm excited by a lot of this stuff, and Jurassic World Three is is happening big time now, and and we're gonna get stuff like this probably every, every so often, and you know the fact that we do these every month gives us the opportunity to collect a lot of data and say you know hey we got this image to talk about this one was leaked out that one was you know we're not going to try to spoil anything so if you guys are afraid that we'll get too deep into something uh, we'll keep spoilers at the very end of the show for you know for the foreseeable future Um, if there's stuff that's out in the public as far as like what Universal has released or teased We'll we'll give a, a slight warning, but we'll probably discuss those things in show. Um, but uh, you know, we're gonna try to keep it light and easy and fun uh, with whatever is revealed or or released over the next few months, because this thing's gonna be going until you know July, August, somewhere in that time, and then we gotta talk about post production and all that. Who knows how long that'll be? So um, yeah, it's gonna be a fun time, I think, discussing Jurassic World 3's produ- production. So
1: oh man, it is. It is barreling down the the highway now. It's
0: it's, <laughs> it's one day in as far as this recording, but it's barreling, guys.
1: Dude, I'm not ready. I'm not. <laughs> I just gotta get. I want to just get to Final Fantasy VII remake, man. That's all I want right now.
0: Yeah, man. Well, why don't we uh, head out of here and uh, start collecting stuff for the next one?
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: just keep my <laughs> notepad going. i I'm, I'm sure as we've been recording, ten other things have happened. So. We'll have to keep our eyes peeled. All right, yeah, man, for sure. I will talk
1: to you next month.
0: All right, take it easy. Yeah, have a good one. Thank you so, so much for listening to the 222nd episode of the Jurassic Park Podcast. Thank you so, so much to Aaron for joining me yet again uh, for the Jurassic Wire. Like we said before, it's been um, a few months now. I I think the last one we did was in December. We skipped January, and here we are again in February. And it's so great to be back with the Jurassic Wire and finally have a lot of news to discuss, to debate, and as always, disagree on. So uh, that's why I love this segment so much. We have the ability to disagree and not get get on each other's nerves you know like that's something that i feel like the internet has a very hard time doing these days is disagreeing even in person with people it's very hard to disagree and and take a stance and then uh not be mad at that person or not be angry or you know anything like that so I am very happy that we can have this conversation and not always agree and just, you know, pleasantly talk about other things as well. So it's awesome. I love talking about Jurassic with Aaron and I look forward to all of the changes and updates and everything coming here in the future, because like I said in this episode, things are different now. We know so much more and we, you know, potentially know so much more about this next movie and where it's going to head. And uh, speaking of that, uh, remember, guys, stay tuned. We will have that full spoiler discussion. Um, uh, spoiler discussion. Uh, spoilers for the synopsis that may or may not be accurate. So stay tuned for that because we will be discussing that in full for another good while. You're looking at the timestamp and you're like, oh, my gosh, there's a lot more left. So please, please stay tuned for that. And please, make sure to check your feeds for a bonus episode featuring my discussion and thoughts on everything that was out at New York Toy Fair. Um, We had such a great time out there, and I am so excited to talk about what I saw. So make sure to go download that bonus episode as well. Whether it's on the timeline right now or not, I don't know. We'll see. But thank you guys so much in advance. But since we have so much left over, I'm going to go ahead and get out of here and hand it off to myself for the outro. Stay tuned, everybody. Saddle up. let's get this movable feast underway. Please give us a follow on Twitter at Jurassic Park Pod and myself at Brad Jost. Also on Facebook and Instagram at Jurassic Park Podcast. Don't forget to join the Jurassic Park Podcast group on Facebook. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, YouTube, our website, or wherever else podcasts are found. So please be sure to subscribe. Also, don't miss our toy hunts and reviews, in-depth bonus content, live streams, gameplay, events and theme park coverage, and so much more on our YouTube channel. If you haven't already, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We will read your reviews at the end of every episode, so please be sure to spare no expense. Don't miss us on the web at JurassicParkPodcast.com, where you'll find today's episode show notes, wonderful articles, bios from our contributors, and so much more. If you want to get a hold of us, you can fill out the contact form on our website or email us, JurassicParkPod at gmail.com. We're always looking for new segments, Contributors, mailbag submissions, or anybody who just wants to say hello. Feel free to call our voicemail line at any time to leave us a message. That number is 732 825 7763. Thanks for listening and enjoy. Five minutes. Drop what you're doing and leave now. All right, everybody, we are back with uh, a bonus <laughs> edition here uh, on the end of the podcast. Uh, no, you know, format or, or anything going on here. We don't know how we're going to do this discussion, but we wanted to kind of separate it from the rest of the show just because if you guys are afraid of spoilers, as I mentioned earlier in the show, uh, we want to keep it separate so you don't tread on things if you don't want to hear them. So we don't really know what's going on here per se, but a summary popped up for Jurassic World 3 on UniversalClips.com. Now, this is uh, the NBC Universal licensing site, um, and it lists the summary for Arcadia, aka Jurassic World 3. And uh, it has a, all the details there. It's a legit site, this is a real place. So, like I said, if you guys do not want to hear, anything about Jurassic World 3. This is not, I'm not going to say this is spoiler, full spoiler territory, but it's a summary. If you don't want to know what the movie's about just yet, if you want to wait for trailers, if you are avoiding trailers or synopsis or whatever it may be, if you're avoiding everything, just go ahead and leave now. And again, take this all with a grain of salt. We don't know what's going on just yet, but why don't we go ahead and read this summary here. So, If you're sticking around, let's go ahead. It says, it says when young Maisie is abducted by dino poachers, Owen and Claire set out to find and rescue her with their journey, taking them to a dinosaur habitat operated by a global corporation with a possible or possibly sinister agenda that's even now being investigated by Alan Grant and Ellie Sattler. So, that's uh like I said, it's not there's not no big spoilers or anything, but like if you're trying to avoid the movie, th- there's definitely some juicy stuff in there. So, so what do you think, Aaron? What's going on here?
1: I like half of this and I am lukewarm on the other half. Like Okay. I feel like this is real. Um I feel like this is a fairly grounded way in, I feel like there's a fairly grounded situation into the next chapter of where this could go. It very much screams of like the early 90s, like toys um, that we got, like the dino hunters and the trackers. Um, sure. Or the raiders or whatever. Um, it kind of feels like that, like poachers. Like poachers would be – this. this would be a thing that happens in our real world, right? Like we have poachers – um, for endangered animals and and especially things like the nassudaceratops, right with its horns, right? And maybe they're not ivory, but maybe that's like a very because it's rare, that's a very valuable substance now or whatever. Um, so poaching is a real thing. We've seen this baby nassudaceratops in a cage um, being motion uh, tested. Uh, so that you know, also tends to me say like poachers. Um, they're not just gonna be transporting these animals again I feel like they've they've done that story now twice um they've even done poachers like when when I when my friend first saw this he goes oh so like Jurassic Park three and I was like, oh man yeah like kind of this seems cooler than Jurassic Park 3 this seems more grounded than Jurassic Park 3 um the nefarious what is it a a dino sanctuary that may have nefarious a Sinister, Modem, is that sinister
0: Agenda, uh, Dinosaur Habitat. Now, you know, before we get too, too far, I should probably indicate that this website was taken down. Like they, they actually took the information away. Um, so it's no longer right. on the site. And I also do want to point out real quick before we get too far that uh, this information was um, readily available. And <laughs> we are not the first to know about this. This information was out on a forum. Uh, it was on Blu-rays for him. So if you if you go to that website, um, I, I'm just going to go ahead and read this post real quick. Uh, this is dated back May 16th, 2019, and it says someone I may or may not know, who may or may not work for Universal, might have come across a status report for a movie called Arcadia, directed by Colin Trevorrow, starring Chris Pratt and Bryce Dallas Howard, with the following description. When young and and it goes into exactly what I just said, Um, so it literally says that exact synopsis in this post, May of last year. So I don't know what's going on, guys. I have no idea how this was out there and it didn't get leaked out farther. Um, But uh, this this information got out, and it seems like they pulled it back. So really, please don't openly discuss this don't talk about it out in the open with people. Don't just wildly put it out there. Don't put it out on your Twitter. Don't just like reveal the information openly. Keep it, keep it quiet, put it behind a click, you know, make people have to find it. Um, but Aaron, yeah, go ahead. What do you, what do you, what do you think about that?
1: Well, so anyway, I just, it's, it's just weird that one, like you said, it's been out there since May. Mm -hmm. Um, and obviously like no one cared. I feel like it got a little traction, uh, this week. So like, that's why it was taken down. Um, but i think that this is a i think it's a nice and okay progression of the story like i i kind of just based on like twitter reactions people being like oh i don't like it or i'm disappointed like i don't i don't get what people want these movies to be like people they want they want them to feel grounded like the original movie but they want them to have every actor from the entire franchise in it. They want them with feathers. They want them without feathers. They want, <laughs> like, no one, they want them to be giant action movies, but they don't want them to be like what Fast and Furious is doing. Like, no one, no one knows what these movies, no one knows what they want, except for one man. I'm convinced that Colin Trevorrow, Trevorrow understands this because I, I've said on this podcast time and time again that every time I think he's going to do something stupid, he proves me wrong. And it's always awesome. So, i am got my faith in him on this. And if this is the next story of the saga or the end of the trilogy or whatever, like I'm all on board. I'm totally down with whatever he's got planned. Um, like I'm ready. So when I first read this, I was like, yeah, it seems pretty simple. And I guess it does. It does feel simple compared to the the chaos of a volcano exploding and destroying an island. Like this just seems very subdued. Like, I don't know. What do you think?
0: I, I'm, I'm all for it. I think it sounds like a natural progression, kind of like you're saying. And I think, you know, when you talk about, hey, there's dinosaurs out in the wild, there's, we've, we've talked about this time and time again. Honestly, if you probably search through our history of podcasts, we've probably said, Something along these lines, maybe Maisie's kidnappers. I'm sure we probably said it sometime. Uh, we talk so much that we probably come up with everything ahead of time. Um, but I think the Dino Poachers is, is an obvious progression. Uh, we're bound to see that. We've certainly said that. And I think if you're talking about Maisie, I mean, she's just she's not a normal young girl. Like Well, but, and that's, that's what throws me. She is a normal young girl to everyone
1: to, in to the world else, except yeah. for like the three people that were in the mansion that know. So like mm. I guess that's the weird thing that throws me is that she is abducted by dino poachers. I feel like that's a very brief synopsis. I think she is – I think she's messing around somewhere and gets caught by bad guys. I think that's essentially what it boils down to, right? Like I don't think they're coming after her. I think because she shares some kind of bond with these animals being a clone herself. Oh my God. I can't believe I just said that. (laughs)
0: Like, I think you think she's out there trying to make a connection via the force, essentially like making that connection with the dinosaur.
1: I think she might feel some kind of kindred spirit to an animal that she has heard is being trapped or um, kept somewhere against their will. And she's a clone. I mean, she kind of has that feeling at the end of fallen kingdom. Like I feel for these animals. They're like me. And so I think it's not so much that she's abducted as she is where she's at and gets caught and they're just holding her because they know maybe she's got some kind of connection
0: with, uh,
1: I mean, like, we're we're assuming Wu is involved in this, right? So Wu knows who she is, you know? Yeah, and that's um, all it
0: takes. It just takes the one person to to leak the information out there, and it could be, um, you know, a similar type situation where, uh, you know, in Fallen Kingdom, the, the main reason for that trip was to get Blue because they needed, you know, Blue's DNA and all that stuff. And I'm sure the next progression is, hey, guys, we might need Maisie's DNA for something, so it's very possible that that's a, a a situation, or you know, like you're saying, it could have nothing to do with it, and it could just be that she was in the wrong place at the wrong time.
1: Now, do we want to talk about spoilers with the what I was talking about earlier? The thing that you sparked, the thing that you sparked me, the thing you put on, um, because I I kind of think that I might be onto something with that comment, like about the.
0: Okay, well, well, here. Um, no, because I feel like that spoil is like a completely different thing. Completely
1: different thing.
0: <laughs> now, if, if people want to be spoiled on this, but also hear about this, like let's let's stick it straight to this. Yeah, fair. So talk okay, or, okay, talk okay, fair, around fair, it fair. based off of what you want to say, but not touching on that thing.
1: Okay. Never mind. I, I don't need to bring it up then. It's, <laughs> um, it's not a big deal. All
0: right. All right. Well, so I, I kind of threw it out there to you. Um, in our chats that I feel like this, and this is something I've been saying for a very long time, is, is maybe this is me projecting as well, but I kind of feel like I'm getting a vibe of the sales script from this, and uh, a very minimal vibe, not a huge vibe. I mean, obviously, these movies are kind of, kind of based off of that that original script, you know, to a certain point with the whole, Raptor sure. trainer and, and the guy Nick or whatever his name is, you know, he's essentially Owen. Um, so I feel like, you know, I've been hoping that the, this script is kind of tied in here. I felt like, it, I felt like this script was a natural progression, um, to, to, uh, what we saw at the end of fallen kingdom. So what I kind of, the connections I kind of see here are this whole, you know, we have – it's kind of like almost like a spy movie in a way where we're like we need our guys to go do something at a secret facility um, kind of thing. So you you have this global corporation at this dinosaur habitat that has a sinister agenda. Um, and I, I feel like that really has vibes of that script where like, you know, I I guess Nick had to go infiltrate these – facilities or whatever it was um it's been a while since i've read it so maybe i'm not as keyed in but i think you know at one point he had to go to like a a drug lord's place or something like that right like uh in so i feel like it kind of has that vibe where it's like we got to go out to this place do some stuff and and then you know figure out what the save the day whatever they got to do
1: see it totally gives me vibes of like of the original Jurassic park comics where Alan and Ellie are still like, they're like trying to figure They're They're like kind of like detectives in the old comics where like, you know, I got, God, for lack of a better term, they're like dinosaur detectives. They just seem to happen to be (laughs) in the wrong place at the right time when dinosaur things happen and they like investigate them and like, At one point, there's a guy, like, dragging raptors in big plastic baggies across the ocean, and, like, they get caught in them, and then they wind up in, like, a jungle facility where basically, like, they just – where basically Owen was conceived because there's, like, a guy in a blue shirt and brown vest, like, training (laughs) raptors in, like, a a pen out in the jungle. Like, it's – it seems very, like – Cause we were saying like, well, how do Alan and Ellie end up hanging out with Owen and Claire? Right. It's gotta be natural. And I feel like this is about as natural as you're probably going to get, but it's still, there's still, is going to have to be this weird scene of like, Oh, you're, you're the original survivors of Jurassic. Park. Like there's still going to be this really cringy yeah. moment where, where someone's going to have to like freak out and, and, unreasonably freak out over two people that really are nobodies like alan and ellie are nobodies ian ian is somebody because ian's been out there talking about things making himself a public figure but alan and ellie haven't been doing that like alan was happy to stay digging in montana until someone wrote him a check like so it seems weird that, like, they're now, like, you know, Alan and Ellie are back together doing dinosaur detective-y stuff. Like, it feels very 90s to me, which, like, fine. Like, Jurassic World was very, you know, chaos effect action figures. So, like, whatever. Again, every time I think there's something weird and goofy, Trevorrow proves me wrong. So I'm just <laughs> excited to be proven wrong.
0: Oh, for sure. And I I'm I'm excited to see how that... Invis, investigation portion kind of factors in because you say it's a natural progression but i'm also like they're not investigators like i mean they're they're bone investigators if you want to call them that, well, no, that's that but that's what i'm said. saying it's like
1: i don't get i i just i didn't want this like i didn't want this like fast and furious assemble the hmm, team kind sure, of like yeah.
0: And this kind of feels like what what I was saying earlier about, like, people being in separate places, working together to an ultimate goal, I guess. Um,
1: I don't know. It just seems weird that, like, somehow Alan and Ellie are going to meet up with Claire and Owen. And, like,
0: how do you – Maybe they don't. Maybe they're they're back in their facility researching uh, just on a computer the whole time. I don't know. Come on, do man! Th- they do gonna think bring they're, these three
1: back think, on and not have them interact with a new cast?
0: Sure, I mean, I, I think they will. That's but so I, do weird? You, do you think they're boots on a ground, like investigating this dinosaur habitat, or do you think that, like, maybe, maybe they are are kind of asked to do the same thing? That they did in Jurassic Park, it's like, hey guys, we want to pay you a lot of money to come out and uh, you no, know they sign off do that again. Sign off on the dinosaur habitat, no, and then they, they see the sinister plot behind the scenes. <laughs>
1: it's no, it's possible.
0: I mean, look, it's possible. I, 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 won't, I won't say it's impossible, but doesn't it didn't uh, yeah, it's say not say that like,
1: Claire and Owen go looking for Maisie,
0: mm-hmm. and.
1: Like basically, come across a dinosaur facility that is also being investigated by Alan and Ellie. Isn't that what it just? Isn't that what it says?
0: It, it just says that you know it's it took them to the dinosaur habitat operated by a global corporation with a possible sinister agenda that's even now being investigated by Alan and Ellie. So I, I, I don't necessarily think that means they're in their trench coats with their badges, being like, "Hey, we're here to investigate you guys." But I think that maybe it could be a uh, uh, you know, uh, a thing where they just so happen to stumble on this sinister agenda while they're at this dinosaur habitat uh, or at whatever this company is. um i I think it could be. I just that- thought
1: about the incredible Hulk. like they're emailing each other, and he's Mr. Blue, and she's Mrs. Pink. and like they're they're writing Claire and oh my gosh, how cringy would that be?
0: I mean, I don't know. i i they could be working from afar as well. so who who really knows, and I'm I can't wait to see how that's handled because, like I said, and like you said, they don't really feel like investigators per se. But I think the natural way to do it is if they are somehow happen to be at this dinosaur habitat that just so happens to have Owen and Claire, you know, set out to that place as well. And they kind of bump into each other. What are you guys doing here? Oh, my God, it's you. What are you doing here? whoa. We, do, we were here just doing this thing and we just found out that like something no. sinister is happening behind the scenes. And then Owen and Claire are like, well, yeah, but we're here because we think they kidnapped our, our girl. And they're like, well, oh my God, there's definitely something sinister happening now. Let's team up. This all sounds awful. <laughs> I don't like this. Uh, I don't like this. Well, you you know, you said that everything we say here comes true. So I'm just putting I it out.
1: it sounds terrible, though.
0: I don't think it's, I think, you know, done correctly outside of the way I just quickly summarized it, I think it could be, I think it could be handled well in that type of scenario. And I think, you know, in terms of like maybe, maybe we get to start talking about Biosyn again. I think, you know, when you're talking about a global corporation with a sinister agenda, who does that sound like?
1: Bob Odenkirk.
0: It sounds like Bob Odenkirk, and and, you know, you know what's also great. Bob Odenkirk was recently in uh, a few years back now, in The Incredibles two. Did you get to? uh, Yes, he
1: was in Incredibles two. So
0: he, you know, he was um, a a rich guy who who operated this thing that was like backing the uh, the superheroes in in a very. Discreet, but also like weird way where you weren't sure if if he's a bad guy. He seems like the guy that's the bad guy this whole time. So I feel like this could be a very similar situation where like Bob Odenkirk's the guy you trust, and then you find out that he's not the guy you trust. Um, It could be something like that. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I just no no. Bob Odenkirk is not in this movie, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> We're just making this up. Um, not but, yet. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta keep remembering that he is not in this movie. But Dude, we're, gonna, guys we're gonna go be like, wait, where's Papa ha- <laughs> I'm gonna come out of the movie and just be so mad that he's not in it.
1: <laughs> Probably. But yeah, I don't know. I it's interesting. It was taken down. I think it's I think it's real. I don't see any reason why it wouldn't be real. Like, right, but
0: it it is interesting to talk about that whole forum post back, you know in May of last year, like literally word for word, it was in there. So was this universalclips.com up the entire time and we just all missed it? Was it something that was just not on our radar whatsoever or anybody in the community? Um, I don't know, but, uh, it's interesting. And I think there's certainly a lot to look into here. Um, but I, I really, I just really hope this is bios. And I think it the, uh, the writing's on the wall there. I think it has to be. And Colin knows that the, you know, the fans are, are, you know, clamoring for this, this company to be revealed. Finally, you know, as the company that's been behind so many, uh, maybe, you know, maybe there's like ties to other things that they've been behind, but I think it would be interesting to have them finally be revealed as like a big bad, you know, behind the scenes. It can't be Ingen
1: again. Right. Like, like, I love Ingen, but I'm kind of sick of them. Like I'm kind of sick of in because at this point they're like this, they're weird. Like they don't really have, are they good guys? Are they bad guys? Are they in control? Are they not in good? Like they don't know what's going on with themselves, it feels like yeah. a lot of the times. Yeah. And so like I feel like I need a new, fresh company to be wanting to make dinosaurs or yeah, or capture dinosaurs or something. And I think poachers totally works. And I'm fine with. I'm not disappointed. I'm maybe a little underwhelmed, but it's a three sentence blurb on a forum post, you know that Mm -hmm. may or may not be accurate. I don't know. Sure, Um, Uh, but like, I'm not less excited.
0: Yeah. Um. I yeah. I hope. Like I said, I hope it's Biosyn, but I think um the the poacher aspect. Yeah, it seems like. Poachers are finding these dinosaurs in the wild and this habitat, maybe that's, you know, that's obviously seems to be the way that they're stocking this habitat. And it seems like, you know, this, it, probably that Nesutoceratops family out in the wild in probably northern California somewhere. Uh, poachers come across it and steal one, at least one of the, the, the creatures there and brings it back to this facility. And maybe, maybe this is the the scene with you know uh, what is it Um, uh, Lex I think right in the Triceratops. Um, Maybe this is that (laughs) moment that that comes to life here that you're kind of talking about. Maybe this isn't uh, you know a predetermined you know a series of events where like Maisie is kidnapped because she's a clone and all that, but like maybe it is just like her with her dinosaur. You know that could be interesting. Maybe it
1: feels like um, it also feels like uh, the comics from like the 2010s or whatever, um, before Jurassic World was a thing. There was like the I could do, they're so bad. Like I can't even get through like the first issue. They're so incredibly bad where like Lex runs some kind of like multi conglomerate, like eco farming thing. And like Tim is like trying to bring the dinosaurs back. And there's like uh, Robert, is it Robert Backer or one of the paleontologists from the movies like survived. And he's like in a cave with woo. It's so bad. And like some of this feels like that. And I feel like we've had things in Jurassic world that kind of resemble those comics. And that's what worries me about bringing all these actors back is that that comic was so bad to me. That, like I don't want to see that happen to these movies and so that's a little worrisome but we'll see it'll be very interesting to see see what happens
0: yeah um anything else we can kind of figure Infer out here? from this I don't know um, I don't think so I mean we can we can assume that like uh Owen and Claire and Alan and Ellie are are not really you know they're not a team or anything at the start, I would, I would assume it is interesting that, you know, there's no mention of Goldblum here. So that's, you know, how does he factor into the story? It seems like if we have this investigation going on, we also have to figure out what's going on with Malcolm. Like, where does he factor in? Does he, you know, I I feel like I would love to see him and Daniela Pineda and uh, justice Smith. I feel like that would be a cool. And like, even, um, Lowry, (laughs) I would like to see him and uh, Malcolm. So maybe they're a team Uh, or something. You know, that would be pretty cool.
1: None of these groupings is—it's just too much.
0: Just not working for
1: you. It doesn't work. It's just way too much going on.
0: Yeah.
1: Sorry, I dropped something. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm still excited. I would say anybody out there who who read the. The synopsis and is disappointed keep in mind this was this is almost a year old at this point um a lot of things happen over the course of a year with rewrites and re you know and we haven't even started shooting yet so like as they start going they might see things fit or don't fit um you know the the whole movie has probably been rewritten a couple times since that synopsis um this is literally probably something that had to be drawn up um, to appease an executive somewhere um, to get the ball rolling on the production process. So I'm not really clinging to this as like gospel, but it is interesting to see like where the initial idea probably is stemming from.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I think that's a, a very fair point. You know, things definitely change. And um, this, this sounds like, you know what, guys, I've got a great idea for the third movie. Let's do this. Let, let's make it about this. She gets captured, blah, 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 and then Alan and Ellie show up. So uh, I think that's a great tagline for, like, you know, how they promote this movie, how they talk about it within their, you know, within Universal, um, but, yeah, it could be completely different at this point. But um, it seems legit based off the fact that they took it down. So um, I, And I wonder because this is a movie that Colin has said, you know, and I feel like this is a, th- a thing that people always say. But Colin said, like, this is the movie he wanted to make from the beginning. So, you know, maybe he wanted to make the sales script from the beginning. Maybe he wanted ties to that. Um, one One of the things I've always kind of hoped from that script was, like, I want that opening baseball sequence or t ball or whatever ah. it is. Ah, disagree. What really? You don't. You don't yeah. think that would be pretty brutal to see? Like, and and we got kind of like you know the tease of them uh, the pteranodons out in uh, uh, Las Vegas. Maybe they come across a kid's t ball or whatever, and it just becomes brutal. Or maybe not t ball. I feel like that would be a little much. Maybe it's like you know minor league or something.
1: I think because as I was reading it, I it just the. The words on the page were so cringy and fake feeling. Uh-huh. and then like I picture the the Jurassic Park three tyrannodons in that scene, and it's just like I <laughs> as I read it, I just hate everything about it. I'm like, this doesn't feel right. This feels staged. This feels this feels like made up. Whereas like we have talked about the original pitch trailer for Jurassic World, which was the the on the beach. And that feels oh, real to yeah. me. Oh, like man. these big fish eating birds like on the beach destroy like wreaking havoc because humans just happen to be by their food source, right? Like to me, like that feels real. Pteranodons attacking a baseball game, like, okay, like are they they have to be hunting for people. Like these people can't be the only people around, right? So why, why these people at this baseball game? Well, the only reason is to have a scene in a movie, not because it's naturally, not because it naturally works, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, So I don't know. And then like, honestly, I hated so much of that that I didn't even finish (laughs) the script. I just like heard about the script from other people. Uh, So, you know, I know, I know about the, like there was like what the hunter that was like, he had his Raptor, right. Or whatever. And then there was, um, is this the one where they were going to like dive in with the Raptor into the drug thing? Or is that something else?
0: Yeah. I mean, they, like I said, I think they went, it's been a while, but I, they went out to like a drug Lord place. Um, at some point he's in like, what was it like Germany or something? Oh Yeah. I don't know. It's been a while. I don't really remember the progression of the story, but um I remember they went into like a drug compound or something like that. Um and it was just like super crazy. Um
1: It sounds like so nineties comic book to me. And like that's it's fine, but it's yeah, not it really sounds,
0: it sounds like big villain type stuff, and that's not necessarily what I'm getting from this. The synopsis, but right um, exactly. But if you tone it down a bit, like I don't even understand how that script was like, you know, handed in at any point. Like it doesn't make sense. But I think if you if you tone it down a bit, you might end up with something like this. You know, Uh instead of the villain, you have a sinister agenda. You know, so I I think it's that's so po- weird, what. What is like- the sinister agenda though? Like, is the sinister agenda just that we're poaching these dinosaurs and and bringing them to our facility to no, now what? What are they bringing them to do? Is it, uh, is it a hunting facility? Is it a big open ground area where people can come hunt? Is it a zoo? Another zoo? Is it like, hey, we made our own dinosaurs, but no, we didn't. We poached them, and you know, maybe we got Doctor Wu. Like, you know, <laughs> we we captured him, and we're making him make these dinosaurs or something. Or-
1: I, I guess that's what, like, yeah, like you're saying, like, it feels like it's like a half baked idea. Like, if you look up the synopsis. For Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, three years after the destruction of Jurassic World theme park, Owen Grady and Claire Deering return to the island of Isla Nublar to save the remaining dinosaurs from a volcano that's about to erupt. They soon encounter terrifying new breeds of genetic dinosaurs while uncovering a conspiracy that threatens the entire planet. Like that's like very like that synopsis feels very like actiony and like you can tell there's gonna be a big set piece in there and you can tell like that there's gonna be like a a secret twist at the end and like there's all this stuff in that little blurb and like the blurb that they were getting for jurassic world 3 feels so like it's the first act of a movie
0: you know what i'm saying like Uh, yeah It it just sounds like a very small piece of the puzzle. Um, Exactly.
1: It It, it feels like the first 15 minutes.
0: Yeah, I I had the um, synopsis for Jurassic World as well. Uh, An ex-military man and an animal expert must use his uh, special skills to save tourists at the Jurassic World Island Resort from rampaging genetically engineered dinosaurs, including the vicious and intelligent Indominus Rex. So – it's, it's pretty much on par. I mean, there's some like, you know, genetically engineered dinosaurs you know, you could consider them all that, but it's pretty on par with what we got.
1: Right. So I don't know Like this, like I said, this new one seems a little, I don't, like I said, not underwhelming, but like a half big, like you're not getting the full, the full story. Right. So, um, I'm not worried. I'm hopeful. I'm excited. You know, I can't really say anything more than that, I guess.
0: Yeah, and I think I think it you know it, it definitely can create some emotional beats. Um, I think you know in terms of you know Maisie being abducted, that that could be as long as it's done well and and, and um, you know the actress is, is great. I think she's really good and I think she could bring a sense of fear and 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 just being you know scared uh, afraid of this situation and I I hope that Owen and Claire can kind of back that up and be like we need to find, you know And I'm sure they're going to consider her their daughter at this point, essentially, you know, like we need to find our girl. Where is she? Like, how do we find her? How do we track her down? Um, And Owen, like, I don't know, maybe he goes into his, uh, like, how do you track that down? How do you figure that out? Who do you go to? Uh,
1: Yeah, weird. I don't know.
0: I I feel like at this point, you know, Barry, you know, maybe he recruits Barry to help him out. He's like, I need you. You know, we we're going to, you know, They're going to take Blue, right? They're going to take Blue into this facility. I mean, is that what happens? Maybe, but... That's what the point of Blue... Or, or, sorry, the Indoraptor was. It's like, we're going to take these dinosaurs, bring them in, they're going to eat the enemy belt buckle and all. You know, and that's exactly what they talked about, is bringing these dinosaurs into a facility, you know, to do that. And that's set up in the first movie. So... Or the the fourth movie. But... I just... How do you feel about
1: another facility like i i just feel like i'm we we've taken five movies now to get these dinosaurs out they're out and now what we're going to be back in an enclosed sanctuary or facility or i it just seems so weird that like this doesn't seem to be like going in a ju- in a further direction this just seems to be Jurassic Park but somewhere else
0: yeah that's why that's why I feel like whatever this dinosaur and they word it as dinosaur habitat, which which kind of leads you to believe that it's it is a sanctuary of sorts. Right. And the fact I mean, that I'm there, thinking
1: like National Park, right? Like,
0: yeah, it does kind of sound like a sanctuary. And we did talk about Arcadia, which is, you know, uh, uh, it is essentially a sanctuary, like a, a, a untouched, unspoiled land. Um And if that is the opportunity, it's like, you know, you got you got Mr. Bob Odenkirk out there saying, look, guys, we have an untouched, unspoiled land here for our dinosaurs and we're bringing them out there. And then what's the twist? Like, there has to be the twist there. Like, I feel like there needs to be a twist as far as what they're planning on doing.
1: I just know if we go into this movie and it's a movie about dinosaurs being in captivity, I'm kind of going to be like, wait, but. I thought the whole point of the last movie was to get them out of captivity. Like I get that there's still wild dinosaurs out there, but battle at at big rock battle at big rock seemed to be taking that fallen kingdom and pushing forward. This concept of going now to another facility with dinosaurs or some locked landmass, like just feels like, okay, we've now done this. This is the sixth time we've done this. Like, and so I think that's kind of what worries me about this little synopsis. But again,
0: it's th- what three sentences on a one year old website. Like, yeah, I, who knows? I, I yeah, I, I, I agree that the whole sanctuary thing does feel like who in the world would allow that to happen kind of thing. But well, I think that
1: would be the goal, right? Would be to isolate these animals on our land. But the whole point of Fallen Kingdom was to say, like, this is not this is not possible. We are beyond this now.
0: Exactly. Like, like everybody we, knows that it's it's a lost cause at this point. Like, so well, they even you know, say
1: it they, they really hammer home in Fallen Kingdom. Look, you push that button, you open Pandora's box, it's over. They're out. Mm-hmm. And to now be like, oh, now we're gonna do another movie about animals in captivity, it's like, Wait, what? Seems weird.
0: Do you think maybe somebody tries to establish the fact that look, you know, for years you guys tried to harness this capability on island on an island, you know, miles and miles away from shore, where who knows what could happen out there. But here, guys, we're going to be right off of our own coast here in the northwest on this island, Vancouver Island, (laughs) whatever. Like, do you think they? No, I don't think it's an island. No. Do you think you don't think they try to harness this capability closer to home so that they can keep an eye on it? If maybe that's their in, their their insight into this potentially working,
1: I don't think there's any harnessing. Any I feel like I feel like the idea of harnessing power or harnessing a tech like it's done. Like it's Wu is there. He knows how to do it. He he obviously has like followers or employees or whatever that know how to do it. Like I feel like the the need to harness the power. I guess I don't understand. I...
0: Just the dinosaurs in general. Like, look guys, we can contain them better if we have them here at home, you know, Well,
1: they've already done that. They did that in the lost world. Hey, we're bringing these here because we have more control.
0: <laughs> yeah. And that didn't work. <laughs> and it didn't like, but that's what you know these what movies are about though. Right? Like they're about people <laughs> continually failing and, and you know, learn, not learning from the past mistakes. But
1: why do they have to keep being about that?
0: Like, why do I have to always be right all the time? You know, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. You know, I don't know. We'll see. I was butchering the quote, but you know.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. We'll (laughs) see. Like very weird, very suspicious.
0: Yeah. And I mean, you know, I said this earlier that the start of this production is the last time we potentially know anything about this movie. You know, this, this is a turning point. You know, the production started shooting, uh, you know, just recently, and that was a turning point. And then we, f- we read this summary, and this very well could be fake, but it also could be highly accurate and a turning point to the fact that, like, this is what, this is what the movie is going to be. This is what we know. And things are different now because now we know that this is the movie
1: right so who knows i mean i have a feeling it's going to be a big like like he said he wants to do that sci-fi thriller that this is probably i'm thinking that this isn't going to be as actiony and big and as explosive i mean no pun intended as fallen kingdom so like um yeah i think this is going to be a different movie and if it's if it's a toned down version right if it gets back to the the core of what Jurassic is that's all I'm looking for I'm just looking for a movie that respects the original and is a fun ride so we'll see
0: yeah uh, we probably exhausted the, the, the I think we've exhausted one, this topic one yeah. two sentences that it is but um, I could continually talk about it but um, yeah let's probably let's probably cut it off there at a 40 minute conversation about no. one sentence here <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you know. But okay. um, keep your eyes peeled, everybody. This could be legit. And uh, we'll try to keep you in the loop uh, as far as uh, stuff like this is concerned here at the end of the show. And please, please do, do a favor and do not openly post a synopsis. Don't post a screenshot. Don't write it out in a tweet or on Facebook or wherever it is. Um, you know, put it behind blurred text on Reddit or something, you know, make people have to click into whatever it is, because I know a lot of people don't want to have to just scroll past the synopsis and be like, oh, I didn't want to read that, but I started reading it and then found out what it was. So just do your due diligence out there to protect others who don't want to necessarily read this stuff. And, uh, yeah. So just be, be good to everybody out there. Yeah. Be cool. Be cool. But uh thanks guys. Uh let us know what you think. Um, where can you do that? Um where's a safe place to do that? I don't know. Well, a great
1: place to do it is the official well, I shouldn't say the official, it's just the Jurassic Park podcast group over on Facebook. Um, we've got a lot of people just like hanging out there talking about the podcast, talking about Jurassic News and everything. Um again, if you do want to post about this synopsis, please like do it secretively or you know, say spoilers ahead, put it behind the blurred text, like whatever. Um, You just got to go over to Facebook, look for the Jurassic Park podcast group and uh, answer a couple questions. You have to answer the questions in order to be accepted. And uh, I think we're having a lot of fun over there, I think.
0: Yeah, I think, uh, you know, there's there's good stuff that we post, but also good stuff that everybody else is posting as well. And I think, you know, like you said, if 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 you're saying, hey, guys, spoilers, spoiler warning for the synopsis, enter, 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 enter. And then talk about what you want to talk about. Make sure it's out of the way. But uh, that's definitely a good spot for it. I think it'll be fun. Yep, totally. But but uh, yeah, that's it, guys. No official ending here. We're out. See ya.
1: We've entered a new era. Welcome to Jurassic World.